Yeah. Welcome to episode 75 of the Pack Life Podcast. I'm your host, Bruiser Carter, along with family. Beside me, we got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. And below me, we got Mr. In the Car, whipping that thing, Mr. Trey Kemp. This girl, really, guys? Guess not. Guess not, Trey. You hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Did you hear me? Did you hear your introduction? <laughs> no, but hey. <laughs> Gentlemen, how are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. You driving, speeding. Better get drive safe. I'm driving safely. For, I'm driving doing? 50 miles per hour. <laughs> how you doing, Cut? Good. Good. I'm well. I'm well. Um, a lot of NFL, a lot of NBA news. We got to get into. We're gonna start with the National Basketball Association. Uh, cause Boston Celtics lead. The Boston Celtics are down two one to the Miami Heat. Game four is tomorrow. While the Los Angeles Lakers take a convincing two zero lead over the Denver Nuggets to lead two zero after the Anthony Davis buzzer beater shot to give them the two zero lead. I'm gonna start with Cut Carter because he got the Retro Lonzo Ball jersey on from the Lakers. A cut. We're gonna start with the Lakers um, Nuggets series. What are your What has been your biggest takeaways from that series so far? Anthony Davis is doing what I thought he would do, and being the best big man in the league. Uh, LeBron's LeBron. Uh, Caruso stepping up a lot. KCP stepping up. Um, I mean, just this is not a series that I could really judge the Lakers on. I I I know they I know they're gonna win it. This isn't a real like it's a test for them, but it's not the test everybody had planned for them. So I I'm not saying Lakers in five. I feel like they win tonight, they could really do it in four. I agree. Um, but we didn't talk about we last last episode we predicted game seven between the Nuggets and the Clippers. We gotta talk about how the Clippers ultimately fell short to the Nuggets. Uh, Paul George play like crap. Kawhi supposed to be the best player in the world. Play like crap. It was a laughable offense. I, <laughs> I, I said I picked the, the Nuggets. Yeah, you pick the you picked the Clippers to win. The no, no, I picked the Clippers to win from the jump, but then I picked the Nuggets and, and when they made it seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, picked, you and Jace picked the Nuggets in seven when they played game seven. It just it was a lot of hype, and I'm walking through the city trying to see what all the hype about. Trey, you have been the biggest Nuggets stand I know. Tell me how did they prevail against the Los Angeles Clippers? Well, first, I have to say this because it's uh, just been on my tongue since Derek said it. AD is not – okay. AD, uh, you wouldn't consider – wait, chill out. You, I'm not about to say AD is not the best <laughs> anything, so relax. Definitely not about to say. Comparing AD to Jokic, duh, AD is better, but listen. AD is the same. The only thing I could come up with is the word archetype as Giannis because Giannis plays more of a – AD's post game is better than Giannis's. Duh. AD has a better three-point than Giannis. Duh. But you don't call Giannis a big man. Like, AD's not considered a big man. That's all I'm saying. So, Jokic is the best big man or <laughs> a.k.a. center. He's the best center in the league. Let's get that straight. Let's get that straight. Joel Embiid is the most dominant, and we can argue that for another day. I just had to get that out, Brew. But 
um, to answer your question, I mean, all they have to do, like, they just have to play their roles. Everyone has to play their role. Like, Jokic and Murray really can't do any more than what they're doing. And the thing is, they can't be off. Like, them scoring 15, 18 points, like, that's, that's going to be an automatic L. Uh, so, I mean, it's like, you see what, what the Lakers had to do in order to win that last game? But it was a great shot by AD. Come on now. And Plumley not doing his job. Like, Plumley wanted absolutely nothing to do with defending that shot. How do you want absolutely nothing to do with closing out? He better wow. not see. He better not see five minutes. If you see all these replays, I don't know why it took replays for people to see it, but as soon as he came in the game, Jeremy Grant or whichever Grant he is was like, oh, yeah, help defense. Like, you got help. Like, come help me. That doesn't mean come and just stand behind LeBron. So as soon as the ball was inbounds, he didn't even follow his man. He just stood right behind LeBron and pointed to, like, come on. It was crazy. That was so crazy. (laughs) So really just – I just find it funny that how can't how don't you not consider Anthony Davis a big man? Like how is he not a big? He's a forward. No, I'm saying no, no, no. You don't can when when you're having conversation about big men, you're not. Giannis is not in that conversation. I'm saying AD can play the five, but he's dominantly at the four. But when I'm saying when I'm when you're saying big men, you're mainly talking about the centers, like the centers, and and most centers these days can play the four. So that's how I get, but that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, if you're including AD in big man, duh, he's the best big man if he's included. But I'm not like I don't AD is much more than a big man. Most big man, you do you understand what I'm saying? Like I'm I gonna stay type I, of big I, man. I get you. I get you trying to say you trying to omit Anthony Davis out of your conversation, and I don't appreciate that, Trey. No, I see, I see, I see how it can look that way. But I so I, to go on the record, Anthony Davis is better than Nikolai Jokic like come on, come on. <laughs> I think Jokic ahead of the series ahead when they was down I think 3-1 to the Jazz in round one I said the Nuggets should go out and get a superstar because that's the only way that could help this team win but after them beating the Jazz and after them beating coming down for 3-1 to beat the Clippers I recant my statement and I think the Nuggets should go get a three that could play a star three that could play the three to help them as Michael Porter Jr. develops I don't know if they get that through trading Gary Harris. But do you have Martin. anything in mind? Like, do you have – Do I have a player in mind? I don't because I don't know. I got to see how this upcoming offseason will look and which stars become disgruntled about their situation. But the Nuggets are good. Yogi's a superstar. Jamal Murray is an upcoming superstar. I mean, upcoming star. My bad, not superstar. But uh, it was. I'm proud of so Nuggets. Do, so do both of you think this is game, set, match? Like, the Nuggets will not win this series? Yes. Um, if they win tonight. I hear Ken say yes. If they don't win this series tonight, they would definitely not win this series. <laughs> I mean, win this game tonight, they won't win so, this series. Like, it's doing so I was about right. to say, today is the pivotal Today is the pivotal game, correct? Yeah, That's going to change the momentum. Yeah, but they should have won game two, though. <laughs> if they would have won game two, though, they would You know who's going to win. You know how today's game's going to go. Come on, I got the Derek, Lakers. Derek, we see that we LeBron have to. getting 30 tonight. 
That's the thing. That's the thing. It's not about LeBron right now, Anthony. We can't let you do what you did, Anthony, because we're expecting, bro, we are expecting the Nuggets. The Nuggets are expecting LeBron to, like, snap. Like, that's, that's damage control. In the first half, finished with 26 because he took his foot off the gas in the second half. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Did you see some of the buckets LeBron was getting, bro? We was the Nuggets was trying LeBron, bro, like leaving him wide open on like what he was getting tried on a couple jumps. Hard him when PJ Dozier has to come in the game to give your team a spark. The twelfth man on rotation, I might add. No, but Bruiser, this is what I'm saying. What I'm trying to say is that is set in the game plan. Like we're not the defense is not revolved around stopping LeBron. It's not. I'll just give you a simple question. Will the Nuggets win this series? Yes or no? I'm the same thing like you said. If they win this game, you're darn right. The Nuggets will win in seven. If they win this game, it is a wrap. It is a wrap. It is a wrap. If they win this game. Why is it buying on the team like this? But wait, 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 Bruiser, but I will say this. Like, I say it's a wrap, but, you know, when we watched um, the last game and LeBron looked at Anthony Davis, if he does that game seven, <laughs> then I'm going for the Lakers. Like, I'm not it will, Well, it won't go seven. I would like to introduce to the podcast Mr. Jonathan Marshall. John, how are you doing today, sir? What's up, bro? Hey, John. Good, Trey. <laughs> Can't tell that skin color if you're actually in a dark area. John, you predicted the Clippers to beat the Nuggets game seven, as did I. What went wrong that game seven for the Clippers? Last week, when we discussed the potential outcomes for the playoffs, <laughs> we said that the Clippers were going to lose, and we were watching that game live, and uh, they blew it. <laughs> um, what went wrong? The Clippers have no leadership. Doc Rivers has – Hella experienced losing in three one situations. <laughs> three. So, it's um it's not it's not uncanny that that happened. The Nuggets just I don't know, man. Uh, they they did what they needed to do, and now they're in a situation where they're not gonna be able to replicate that because the Lakers are star powered. This is the probably the most likable team in the NBA. We have a lot of players that are veterans who people have followed over the years and come to love. So they are the NBA's team right now. And it's going to be kind of hard for the Nuggets to win over the NBA fan favorites right now for the ring. So when you got that much momentum, that much support from an entire fan base, I don't see them losing. But I am still going for the Nuggets, however. <laughs> gotcha. Um, I like what we did last week when we discussed the, the eliminated playoff teams, how they could potentially bounce back or what's next for them. So I want to talk about the Clippers real quick. Uh, what's next for the Clippers? Uh, Montrez Harrell contract is up, I believe. Um, Kawhi and Paul George only signed a three-year, I mean, two-year deal with a player option at the end. So it's like, what's next for this team? Like, how can they, what can they do? Should they run it back with the same squad next year, hope for the best, or should they – like trade some pieces, go get help. That go get a big man. Like, what should the what do the Clippers need? Like, what's next for them? What do they need? I start with you, cut. I'm all for keeping Kawhi, obviously, because you. I but the thing with PG is that you kind of need to keep him because you gave up so much for him. But I think your team isn't 
from all the reports and stuff, I don't think your team is really sold on PG. And PG has never won anything as well. So if I'm the Clippers, the Clippers' best bet is trying to get a, like, because, you know, I said the 76ers should sell too. Mm-hmm. I would try to flip Paul George and some other assets for Embiid. Uh, before you continue, uh, Marcus Morris' contract is aspiring Montrez Harrell, Patrick Patterson, and Reggie Jackson. I'll sign and trade Montrez Harrell. I'll trade him to the Sixers. And Jamaica. How, how, many, how many years is on Paul George's contract? Yes, two more years. Wait, wait, and wait. Kawhi just has one more next year, right? Like no, next no. year is Kawhi's oh, last. Oh, no, he has both. Him and Kawhi both have one year and a player Yeah, option. next year, right? One no. year and a player option. So they can they either opt in, opt out if they don't like the situation in Los Angeles. I can yeah. see Kawhi doing it. I can see Kawhi possibly doing it, but then again, he's from LA, so he might stay long term. But you were talking about Embiid, trying to potentially go get Embiid. Yeah, I think that's a good person for them to get. I mean, if they don't blow it up, I still don't see nothing changing for them. The Warriors gonna be back next year. Um, Mavs will be better. Mavs will be better. Who they, <laughs> the teams they struggle with are gonna be better. So, I mean, I don't understand. The Nuggets will be better next year, even if they the Nuggets could stay pat and be better next year, or they could flip some for Bradley Bill, as I've always been saying, and they'll be in good shape too. So they um they're not it's not looking good for the Clippers, to be honest, at all. John, what do you think the Clippers need to make a conference finals appearance? Forget a finals, a conference finals appearance. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Clippers, they are an interesting situation. That team has a lot of veterans on it and not really a lot of young talent that can be developed into a superstar. I believe, like, the youngest talent over there that could probably be something is Landry Shamit. But years old, yep. And uh, I think I love the way he comes up the screen and shoot. But as far as what they need to go to the conference championship, it does come down to, I feel like, having a dominant big. Um, obviously, that was, I feel – their Achilles tendon when they play the Nuggets with Jokic being able to carve them up and no one really being able to stop him doing what he needed to do to help the Nuggets win. So I believe if you go out and get a elite type of big, maybe top five type of big, and you have Kawhi and Paul George returning, they can go back. They're going to win a lot of regular season games anyway, I feel like, just because Kawhi Leonard and Paul George and the rest of that team, uh, they, they still are hoopers, but they were in a pressure moment a moment they've never faced as a collective group before together. And, you know, the Nuggets have been. You know, they've been to the playoffs for the three consecutive years. They've been faced with pressure like that. So it, it makes sense for them to have won that series. And I feel like this is that this is that tension that the Clippers needed. This is what they needed to go back, this type of energy that's weighing on their spirit and looming over that entire organization. But they are going to go need to get a big if they want to have a chance at the conference finals next year but like Derek said with Warriors returning at full strength and probably getting you know having the number one pick it's just going to be interesting to see how the Clippers are going to handle all of the star power that's going to be coming back to the Western Conference next year. Before we continue how do we feel about the report about the report saying Kawhi Leonard is not a leader? I mean he's not a leader. He leads by example he's one of the like he's just a different type of leader he's not vocal I don't think he. But his play, his play. He's a leader. He just dominate. He try to dominate when he can. But I think. Well, you continue, Derek. You got it. Got it. Games he played caught up with him. The amount of games he played, the back, the, the every other day games, 
in the bubble that caught up with him because he ultimately never played that many games in that stretch of time ever in a long time. The last time he did that might have been like the year before he got hurt with San Antonio. So he's not accustomed to like you could, and it was like the everything looked flat. It's like he didn't have no more legs. They say when he was with San Antonio, he wasn't the leader as uh, Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker created the culture. He went to Toronto. Laurie was a clear leader in Toronto. Then when he was asked to lead this Clippers team, he failed. Do we look at Kawhi different? Do we look at Kawhi different because he's not a leader? No, he just a he just a player. He just like he don't have real like you can tell he's not that social. You know, he don't. He just hoop. He just like to play. So. But if we consider, because not y'all, but people are considering Kawhi as the best, as I welcome Demond Geis into the podcast. Uh, how do we feel about, because we consider like the greats, Jordan, Kobe, Bron, they're all vocal to their teammates. It was never that, but the media tried to make him that. Got you. He never said, he never claimed to be that either. Well, he did say he was the new king of LA on his commercial, in his uh, New Balance commercial. No, it's Kobe the king of LA. <laughs> Back to the what's next for the Clippers. Uh, Demond, do you want to talk? Or are you good? Yeah, I'll talk. Uh, what's next? What's next for the Clippers, bro? Like, how can they make the conference finals? Do you agree with Cut and John, or do you think there's something else the Clippers should do? Um, they missed a window for me. Dang, that's crazy. Window with Golden State coming back, with Denver taking a step forward, I feel like Utah was taking a step forward as well. It's just too many other components the Lakers are going to be fine they have two all first team NBA Hall of Famer players they'll be fine the rest of it they'll figure it out Vogel but that's the thing the Clippers are worried about the clip I feel like the Clippers are the new Rockets but their window was closed very quickly like the new Rockets the new Rockets <laughs> they didn't even get to play Golden they didn't get to play their Golden State that's what they geared up for and they didn't get to that that's so crazy. now they blow it up, and I feel like Paul George. That report was hilarious. You're aggressive. You know, you cut Carter today. When they said, uh, Post was rolling their eyes at Paul. That's hilarious. He's out. He's gone. So, you want to trade him for? You're saying they're the new rock. I sent him back to Indianapolis, Indiana. I just. You on your cut Carter today, I see the mom talking about blow it up. It only had one season together. He said he will go back to Indianapolis. Get me out of here. They don't want to don't have a player. He don't have a uh he don't have a you no know, trade clause. You send him what you want to send him. Mm. I do think he played horrible in the Western Conference. Uh, not in the, it was like it was just too inconsistent with his play. And I like I I mean, I would trade him. Like if this was a 2K franchise and you played like that, I'd trade you. Like this that's unacceptable. Um, and I feel like you can go and get some young talent. And with Kawhi Leonard, like you build around Kawhi, you don't build around Paul George. Like, but Paul George, Kawhi, but Kawhi asked for Paul George. He wanted Paul George. That's why he signed with the Clippers. If there was no Paul George, Kawhi would not be there. Huh. I bet you Kawhi Leonard wasn't expecting Paul George to play like that. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with that statement. They both went outside though. I don't but put Kawhi that on Kawhi. Like you, Kawhi didn't go out. You have, two, you have three finals appearances. You have you have two rings. Kawhi went. He wasn't going right. Crazy. Kawhi didn't go out. Kawhi didn't go out that. All he just gets out of the backboard. He <laughs> out all the way. Paul that's out of the backboard. Is, that's literally what set it up for Paul George. 
criticism. That side of the backboard, thing, everybody was like, oh, no. And, that, and that's what I'm thinking about. Like, when I say Paul George played terrible, that's the shot I'm thinking about. Like, <laughs> you can't do that again. They showed the video of Harden it was when, he, when he ducked. Nah, they said they they said playoff P is way off P. Way off P. That's so disrespectful. Mike bring Mike bring you when he be, when folks be missing shots back, he'd be like way off. <laughs> <laughs> before before we move to the uh, Eastern Conference Finals, we always we talked about this like question, but we never actually discussed it. Uh, Doc Rivers as a head coach, uh, one final one NBA championship, um, did not bring this Clippers team to the Conference Finals. Only has one, like I said, one uh, final championship. Had blew it through only with McGrady, Garnett, Paul Pierce, and now Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, does this law? Do we look at Doc Rivers different after this loss to the Nuggets, blowing three one lead? It's a bad look, but it's not like it's bro. It's not that many coaches that win like that for real. Except Pop, like it's not. And I mean, Spolstra got three, but who else really be winning? Because this. Hmm. Nick Nurse, Tyron Lue. One ring. One. Kerr. Okay, Kerr, my bad. That's the other one. So, Kerr, <laughs> in the last couple of years, who? Kerr, Bill Jackson, Pop. They're going to have at least one ring. More, more than one. That's what I'm saying. Nobody else, everybody Doc else got one. one. Doc has one, and Doc has always had a superstar. So Doc always had a superstar? Yes. Uh, let's talk about it. KG? McGrady. That was, that was before my time, but was, I hope I knew McGrady was a superstar, right? Chris Paul? Uh, that, team, yeah. that late that Clippers team was not all that, bro. It's Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul, superstar. At that time, Chris Paul was superstar. He was superstar at that time, time but bro, Blake, bro, you thought Lob City was gonna win a ring, bro? Be real. As I did. What? They had yeah, I did. That never yeah. works. When has that worked? In when they game? beat when they beat when they beat Golden State. I mean, not Golden State, San Antonio. Chris Paul hit that. Yeah. And they who they played? That, that's they, they, play they, the they played the Rockets and blew a three-one lead. Mm. It played a better superstar. That don't matter. If Doc Rivers was, <laughs> Doc Rivers was like that, they would have got bro, it. The coach is always going to get the blame, bro. But in this case. Did it, though. I'm not saying that. It's still on the players. But you're not. I'm trying to say. I said I'm, Doc Rivers is always his like status as a coach. I'm saying he just a, he's a, he's a, has one ring. Some coaches don't get that. And who has multiple rings other than Steve Kerr, Pop, Phil Jackson, yes. like in recent era, in the last 12 years, Steve Kerr, Pop, and uh, Phil Jackson. He has a ring with maybe arguably the best, oh, team, ever. I the best team ever and has never been back to a champion since then. But he has what? Against what? He, he had question, arguably the best team ever, but I mean, hey, <laughs> that Celtics team, I'm not saying they're one of the best ever, but they were pretty damn good. But and the, he hasn't been back since. The so. Lakers played him close, though. John, uh, like do you, you, John, do you agree with uh, their uh, assertion about Doc Rivers? I think you look at Doc Rivers definitely differently after this series because it is unacceptable. Like, all you needed was one game, and you have an MVP finals uh, individual on your team to make that happen. You had the tools. They surrounded that team. This is the best Clippers team that he had since he's been there. And it's kind of just like, at what point do you stop making excuses for Doc Rivers and, and actually point to him and say, like, you got to do better? Uh, so with that, I think you look at him differently. I think this is diminishes, uh, like, the 
the elegance of his career because it's just it's starting to stack up. This team hasn't been to the Western Conference Finals, and you ran through a lot of superstar players, and you yeah. just haven't been able to really do anything with them. Um, so I, I guess, you know, probably one more year. I won't even give him one more year. I think, like, they got to have a really great record starting off for him not to get fired. But if it's, like, some stuff like somehow the Clippers go, like, 10 and 10 or something to start the season next year, I think they fire him and they move on. But the expectations and the ceiling is going to be extremely high in order for him to retain his job. So he's well, he definitely on the bubble and definitely on the hot seat. Well, like, Paul, like Paul George said, it was never championship or bust for this team. <laughs> we didn't feel like the championship. Not, I don't like lies. I don't <laughs> like being lying. That's a cap. Yeah, like, anybody with Kawhi Leonard definitely has championship aspirations. Like He just won one. You think he won one to go sit there and – I know them folks was like, yeah, bro, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> they was like, next question. Why are you question? on TV like that? <laughs> I was like, yeah, can we talk to somebody I else? I think can, the, the possibilities of what the Clippers could do to that roster are high because it's L.A. So you got the market. Well, where people well it's not from. that high. They got no draft picks. So will they bring so DeRozan in? As far as free agency, bro, they, should make, they could be able to make a smash flash of free agency. DeRozan? Yes. But I, I just said they need a big. Gordon Hayward? <laughs> but you know, they got to re – Montrez is gone. Gordon Hayward? Morris Twin, Morris Twin is gone. And honestly, bro, I would trade Paul George. I'm sorry. I would. What? For what? For a ham sandwich. Huh? The big man you want, you trade him for. Gobert? Personally, I said Embiid. Gobert would make – that would work. The, the Jazz, Donovan? Jazz would not say no, but – I, me and John was talking about MB because we feel like the Sixers might blow it up. But if they don't, bro, you can't – it's not about them right now, but I'm saying <laughs> you need to figure out – you need to put shooting around Ben Simmons if that's who you're going to ride with. Or you need to go all in on MB wow, and build around him. Let the Sixers thing go, y'all. They can't coexist. And then, as you say, KD and Kyrie are coming. So, again, they will not win with that team. Speaking of the East, the Eastern Conference Finals, the Miami Heat are up 2-1 against the Boston Celtics after the Boston Celtics defeated the Miami Heat in Game 3. Game 4 is Wednesday. Uh, what are you guys' takeaways from that series? It looked like the Miami had the, the, the series in a stranglehold, but Boston fought his way out after the return of Gordon Hayward, and now uh, they look like they would take over. <laughs> they were like, they're like I got, I'm going to predict Boston win Game 4, but I'll still, I'll still stay with my prediction in Miami in 6. Uh, Demond, what are your takeaways from the series? Did Gordon Hayward shut me up? Does he do <laughs> better with him? I don't know. I think he, they might be. Boy, I, I just – I don't want to, you know, I don't want to give out any hate. I feel like I've been doing good. I'm doing very positive. Okay, let's see. Is Kimba the fourth best player on his team right now? Uh, uh, I know I know where this conversation is heading. Let's stay away from that Kyrie-Kimba conversation. I know I'm you not, want I'm not, I'm not talking about Kyrie. I'm just asking because watching game three – Kimba's, Kimba's in a slump right now. He's in a slump for sure. He was in a slump in that Toronto series. Slump? I'm just asking you a question. Is he the fourth best player on his team? Uh, I will say no. I will still, I, say, I have him as the third. So you don't think Gordon, Gordon Harry has to do it again for me to say. I wasn't talking about Gordon Harry. I was talking about Marcus Smart. Oh. Uh, cut John. Is Kimba Walker the fourth best player on his team right now? In this last two series. He ain't been playing like Marcus Smart has been playing great. 
The last two series, I'll give him that. He's been the fourth best. That don't, I don't think that's a knock on him overall, but mm. he ended up been out the first round, so I guess that could have something to do with it. <laughs> Kim was in a slump for sure. Kim was in a slump, but Kim was also in the first year of that Boston system, and the rest of those players have been there and building continuity with Brad Stevens and chemistry. So you don't make excuses, but you do have to be factual, and that's those are the facts. Kimba Walker never, he, better. And he didn't play with anybody better than him before. That's another thing. It ain't like he went from yeah, playing with nobody better than Kimba. I said Kimba has never played with nobody better than himself. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. This, yeah, these are some of the best teammates he's ever had. I mean, the same can't be said about the other person because he played with the GOAT first. But next, I, next. Why are we next, bringing up Kyrie? I'm saying because I feel like that's what you're going with. Next. I love it. I love it. I feel like that was what it that was. That boy Gordon Hayward said, I ain't going to see my child, but I'm, I'm hooping in the bubble. This is this the conference. I thought that was a little wild, but you understand it. <laughs> I thought that was wild. Um, <laughs> that was another girl, wasn't it? Because that's that was what his wife. Was. No, remember? Girlfriend. When she was pregnant. Yeah, wife. daddy's always happy. Daddy's always happy. Hey, <laughs> he's like, it's a girl. He's like, yeah, another girl. Damn, that he this is really, a boy, huh? He really not happy. I don't know the gender. What you said, Demar? I mean, he really not happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's why he going stupid in the playoffs. That he said. Nah, he. This is for him. This if it, if his contract is up after this year, I, I don't remember. Yeah. If this is his window. Yeah. But they said they said he trying to see Trump for he get out of office. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro. Uh, this Celtics Heat series. Um, cut. Takeaways. Celtics win game four. Heat win game, game five. Oh, you still, but you still got Celtics in seven, right? Heat win okay, game five. Celtics win game six, then they go seven. So what you think they'll blow a three-one lead? What if the Heat don't win another game? The Heat could not win another game. They could have done it out. I got the Celtics still winning, but the Heat. The Heat look great, so. When the Celtics get the momentum, it's very hard. I'll win tomorrow, win the series. Put it like that. I think, um, before I let you go, John, it's time for us to look back at Jimmy Butler's superstar card. Oh, uh, no, it's sailed. Flown away. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think they I had a chance to send Milwaukee home in game six when he put up two points. It was done. I don't think Jimmy Butler's superstar no more, Derek. No. What do you do? He put up two points. To send Milwaukee home in Game Six with no Giannis and Game Five. No, it was Game Six. We went five games. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. Game Five, and he put up two points. No, the ship is set. I think it's time to look back at that. It's about points, but it's points not. have to matter a little. Like, they got to get like twenty points per game, you know. Bro, he's not. Like, he's not. He does what he has to do to win. Sound like a Draymond performance to me. He on a team where a bunch of other people can shoot better than him and get hot. Why not feed not the hot? Like Draymond to me. <laughs> Draymond can shoot like Jimmy Butler. So, so wait, <laughs> what? What are some superstars that don't put up more than twenty points per game? I'm just asking. You can't name one. You can't name one. Was Rondo? Did Rondo used to be a superstar? No. Before my time, I don't know. No. No. Celtics Rondo wasn't a superstar. John was Celtics Rondo a superstar? Like early, like not early, but championship around that time. That he was all star. Um, he was an all star. He was an all star, but I don't think he had to be a superstar in that team. He wasn't the best star on that team. He was top three every time. Top, being top three on your team, I mean, you're a superstar though. 
No, but you in that bro on a team like that that was dominant and always coming out and beating LeBron James. So, because no, he's not a he was not a superstar. No, all right, bro. Nonetheless, bro, it's it's okay, bro. Jimmy, he might, bro. The game is changing. The game is changing. He is the key to that team winning. I think without that team, without him, they will not win. Demond disagrees. Damn. He said, "Bam." You gonna put it on a person that's never been to the playoffs before? Okay. <laughs> He never been in the playoffs before. Bam, 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 Bam gets more. Every team he's been with, except the Wolves, I think. Or they might have went. They, they went to the playoffs. They went. Every team he's been Wolves, Sixers, Heat. He's always in the playoffs. Oh, and this is the farthest he's been. And he's the best player on that team. No. And this is the best coach that he's had. Next to Tom Thibodeau. He's the best coach he has. Uh, John, who's, the, who's more crucial to the Heat success? Bam Adebayo or Jimmy Butler? Is this really a question? Like, uh, without Jimmy Butler, they are not. He's a Jimmy Butler fan. He's, like, the only number one. Jimmy no, this, that's, this is completely unbiased, bro. Like, without Jimmy Butler, they they're not in the playoffs. <laughs> that's what I'm they're saying. Not, they're not in the all. Without Jimmy Butler, you, you think with, with – with, okay, you said he only had two points. You think that without Jimmy Butler, they're beating the Milwaukee Bucks, bro? Like, for real? That is a legit be, question. Be honest. That's a – he makes them a better team. A better right? team. That, that that's not a problem. I'm just saying he's not the better player. Mm. You're saying as if they don't need Jimmy Butler to be. Serious. I never said that. I never said that. I think in this, but you gotta look for the fact that he was guarding Middleton, and they play that little zone they play. But Bam got the Giannis, you know, inside with the box. The box they put around Giannis. He had that assignment. But yes, he's Giannis is like in between Jimmy and Bam size. So in the paint, they obviously gonna put Bam on him, and then on the perimeter, Jimmy could get him. But I, I don't. Think, I mean, I didn't even bring up the fact that he was guarding Giannis. You did that for me, so thank you. you know what I'm saying, but, but Bam, my point is, Bam does I, it for them. He guards the best assignment nine times out of ten. He's bringing the ball up to the court. He orchestrates. Not guarding the best assignment. Bam is guarding. Bam is six nine. Jimmy is six seven. Robinson. The six yeah. nine center. Hey, man. And he he runs it. He runs the game. So does Jimmy. They both bring the ball up. And Bam is pick and pop mid-range. Jimmy can shoot threes in mid-range. And he gets passes going. And he plays perimeter D and gets a lot of steals. And he gets the, the uh, shooters going. He is a very good player. He's just not the best on his team. What are you, like, telling me all this for? Because the, the, the initial argument was about him being a superstar. No. <laughs> him he's not the best player on the team is just blasphemous. He's not a superstar. Okay, that's your. I mean, that tenth spot for who's the tenth best, and because Paul George isn't, so I don't know who you want to get a tenth spot to. But where where did you rank Jokic? He, he like nine. Who was it? My list was LeBron. Nine. Not in order. And I didn't. Did I include Katie, bro? Did I do them? Uh, I don't think so. You didn't include Katie or stuff. I think I did though to make it ten. Well, let's do it. LeBron, KD, mm -hmm. Steph, Steph, AD, AD, Harden, Giannis, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Luka, Dame, that's what I forgot, Luka Doncic, Luka, Nikola Jokic, I guess, you guess, <laughs> that's not a single way he babyed either the other night. Who gamed him? 
Don't matter. Yeah, Jokic, Jokic put up the last 11. What? He put up the last 10. He scored. He, went, he didn't miss a shot in the fourth quarter. How much is 11 more than 10? You lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> John, what are your Eastern Conference? Is Russ oh, in the top 10 still? No. <laughs> Oh. MVP. It don't matter. Yeah, John. Top 10 still? John, what are your Easter Conference Finals takeaways? Hold up. I know y'all – did y'all see that Maceo tweet where he said uh, it was it was Michael Jordan and Russell Westbrook. Versus Allen Iverson and LeBron. And he was like, Michael Jordan uh, greater than Michael Jordan with Westbrook. <laughs> <laughs> So disrespectful. John, Easter Conference Finals takeaways. The floor is yours. The Celtics are going to win a seven, is my opinion. Uh, Gordon Hayward is a huge difference maker. Glad he's back on the court. Kimball Walker is going to – they just need to build more chemistry. The altercation that occurred in the locker room, at the locker room, whatever, it obviously has given this team new life and a sense of urgency. So I think that that's the biggest takeaway from the Easter Conference Finals so far the little altercation situation and Brad Stevens's conversation with the leaders late night uh, following game two's loss. So I feel like that, that really gave them a new perspective. And I don't think they're going to just take that lightly. I like them to win in seven. The Heat are good, but they are still in their first year as a unit together. And I just don't think units that come together in their first year win. The Heat didn't do it in 2014 or 2010. Uh, the Cavs didn't do it when LeBron got – I know it's two LeBron players, but I'm thinking about teams who got together. The Warriors didn't do it when they were all there, except, I mean, when they got KD, that's different. But <laughs> when you think about, like, teams like that, like, it's only Jimmy Butler, you know. He had a whole lot of role players. But they still got to they still gotta develop, in my personal opinion. And I think the Celtics are going to go ahead and take over the series. They might, they might win the rest of the games. Like, John, you know, role players loosely don't pay too much mind to that audience. Uh, that boy, uh, Jalen Brown wasn't going for none of that market smart uh, stuff. That boy, I played too, huh? Hey, what, what, what that boy, Jalen Brown from Cut? Mm-hmm. He's from Marietta. You talk about that's that's Atlanta. <laughs> the North. The North. The North. The North Gwinnett. Mm. <laughs> uh, is there any? Oh wait, wait, wait! Almost forgot. We're going. We giving. We handing the ball all back to John. Breaking news, Billy Donovan is the new head coach of Jonathan Chicago Bulls. He formerly coached the University of Florida, uh, the Gators, to two NCAA championships, and he coached the Oklahoma City Thunder with Durant and Westbrook and recently with Chris Paul. John, we have a lot to be uh, hopeful about. Billy Donovan is a great coach. What are your thoughts on this blockbuster move? Uh, I'm happy Billy Donovan is in Chicago is my number one reaction. I expressed that earlier in my apartment by just screaming, uh, a, a lot of words and affirmations. I'm very happy that we have Billy Donovan. Um, obviously, Coach Joaquin Noah to back-to-back championships uh, at Florida. So he has that experience, only 55. We saw what he did with a young Thunder team. We saw he's already a coach of the year. Like I thought it was a great move to go get a coach of the year. I don't know any other coach in free agency that has had that top honor. Um, but that's that was only two years ago. So we have that on our roster now. And I'll say this. I know a lot of people are like, you know, in this time of really trying to promote black excellence and promote black people to those professional spaces that are of power, uh, we see that a lot of comments 
are going to arouse of, oh, the Bulls are just trying to get a white coach. Why did they not go get Mark or Ty Lue? You know, honestly, uh, F all that because this is the best coach. I, and I know dead ass, like this is the best coach that they could have possibly gotten with Gar Foreman in that era, finally pushed out of Chicago. I like what AK is doing, our executive vice president. I love what our general manager is doing. And to go get Billy Donovan, like, it's just, like, the best move I've seen the Bulls make since, like, I don't know when. I don't know when. Like, I'm just so happy. Uh, like, we finna, we finna go to the playoffs, man. That's, uh, yeah, I know what it is. Like, Billy Donovan walked away from OKC, and as soon as he walked away, we were in conversations with him for, like, a week. We was, like, throwing him the pitch. We was like, hey, yo, we got some young players. Why don't you come and coach these teams? You can be a part of this vision. And it's so Billy Donovan, and I'm just happy that he's in Chicago with us. And with, you know, the Eastern Conference, the bottom teams, not really knowing who wants to take that AC, we probably are going to go ahead and fill that spot now. And I can predict that the Magic will drop out, and they will not go. Do you do? Do you? Yeah. Chris Paul, that's what Billy Donovan told him. Bring him with me. And, yeah, and that's another great point there. The great point about Billy Donovan now, you, you're creating a market where players are going to want to come. They're like, oh, right. You're like, oh, Billy Donovan. Like, yeah, like, that's a great coach. Like, let me go play for a coach that has proven himself, to so, so to say. I know people are like, oh, he uh, blew the 3-1 lead to the Warriors and then got bounced in the first round the last three years. But he's in a tough Western Conference. You go to the Eastern Conference, I don't really see that happening like that unless we somehow get Kyrie and KD in the first round next year. But, you know, we'll just have to see. Hopefully we get a free agent. Hopefully we draft LaMelo Ball. And, uh, you know. <laughs> uh, not getting LaMelo. What, what, if, what if Chris Paul played with LaMelo? We got the third pick or the fourth pick? We got uh, – it's the fourth. fourth. Yeah, y'all not getting LaMelo. What if, what if Chris Paul played with LaMelo? Big I mean, we have some big guards on our roster. But, you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, is John Johnson too hopeful for his Bulls? That not the from the which I was the the number four pick to a playoff berth. I I, I don't disagree. You want to know why? And I I'm about to I'm about to uh really really give y'all some knowledge. But I think Zach Levine is a trending superstar. Oh my God! Can he make the All NBA team first? I mean, hey, I he was voted. <laughs> he was voted. He I, had votes. Honestly, honestly. I could see him being an all-star next year. Not starting. It's a little too. Wasn't he all-star this year? Nope. Nope. You sure? I'm sure. Well, he was doing some stuff with the all-star. Yeah, but he did drop 50, 40. He done, he's done that for the past couple of years. So now the roster, the rest of the roster is solid. You have a coach who's going to put him in the best positions to be successful as the best player. So Zach Levine, could, I could see John being right, lead the Bulls to a playoff berth. Games, he could be, he could be an All Star. I don't. It, but, it's gonna, it's gonna take some reshaping of that roster because I, I feel like with the new NBA, like unless Wendell comes off the bench, I'm trading Wendell personally. Mm. I feel like, I mean, Wendell's five, but we can, we, we are going to need a three. And when we sign a free agent, we're gonna have that salary cap after 2021 season. Or 21-22 season, we're gonna need, we're gonna go sign a free agent. Um, I, I gotta go look and see who's upcoming, but y'all don't, yeah, I y'all think about to, y'all about to get. I mean, y'all got the top five pick. Y'all probably gonna draft a, a, a three. Yeah, I don't see y'all. Y'all probably draft a three, and they want Topping from Dayton. Um, I like Topping. Uh, 
I don't pull it for a veteran. Do it. I think the biggest. I don't pull the contract is still ridiculous, bro. It's like <laughs> two years, sixty mil. Like, bro, nobody. I think he's on one year left. He's one year, twenty some million. Chris Paul's is one year, forty million. You can make the switch. They're they not doing that. Oh, they might do that trade. They don't want him. They could do that though. But they don't need Chris Paul anymore, and he's not going to be there to rebuild. So he obviously leaves, and then Otto Porter go there for one year, and they keep him, and then it's it's even. That'd be a school trade, Otto for Chris. Free Stephen Adams. Also, the I biggest issue that happened. The Bulls will will be at the conference final. If you want him, and you can go do go with that. But yeah, I would personally free Stephen Adams. But Stephen Adams getting traded too. Stephen Adams and Chris Ball will be out of there. I think the biggest issue for the Chicago Bulls would be if they like were to able to make a playoff push this year, uh, health, because that's one of y'all biggest issues. I believe Lori Marketing was injured. Wendell Carter was injured. Chris so Adam. avoiding the injury bug is one of the key uh, components for the Chicago Bulls team if they were to make a playoff push, in my opinion. Yeah, you bring up a great point about chemistry um, and being hurt, like Laurie and the unfortunate thing is Laurie and and um, Zach, when they played last season, they didn't have any games, not at all. They didn't have a single game where both of them scored 20 points at the same time. It was either Laurie going off or Levine going off. And I feel like that's Jim Boylan's fault. Like you can't, you gotta know how to utilize those players. Like I didn't see enough pick and pop from Laurie. Not enough posts from Larry. Um, so I think that coming in with Billy Donovan, their play style is going to be tremendously different. Zach averaged 25 this year, maybe 26. Um, so, like, we're there. Like, we're there. We just we just needed that coach, and I'm very blessed to have Billy Donovan. Yeah. Am I, you said we're going to the Eastern Conference Finals? If they get the ball, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. That's no, a lot of doubt. <laughs> Without a big, you gonna go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Chris Paul and Kobe White and Zach Levine. You're naming small guys. What about big guys? What cut say you need a, a good forward to be able to compete for a Jimmy Butler. <laughs> um, we will announce. We oh, let's talk about the All NBA team. Uh, okay. First team. Last week. You said what? Um, we, did all, we, did all, we did all rookie team last week. Oh. Uh, first team All NBA: LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Luka Doncic, Anthony Davis, James Harden. Are, is there any shocks here? No, 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 no. Luka making it that early in his career though is a shock. Fun fact: nobody's ever made it that young. Not even LeBron. <laughs> well, Luka went. There's no bias to that. He went stupid. Admit it. Not even LeBron. He went stupid, admit it. Times are Not even Kobe. Times are I don't even think Jordan made it that early. You know what I'm saying? So Luka didn't go stupid? I guess next. Second Time's team all NBA. <laughs> second, all, all, second team all NBA. Damian Lillard, Kawhi Leonard, Nikola Jokic, Chris Paul, and Pascal Siakam. He didn't deserve it. Pascal should not have been second team, bro. Oh my God! Season that's first. That's oh God, regular season. Not, not second. regular season, and you can't name a forward that was better than Siakam. Is that why? Because he's a forward. Yeah, it's not. It's, it's, he was voted as a forward. Please do. What was he voted as? Uh, let me see. Actually, Jimmy Butler was voted as. Y'all talk while I do this. Jimmy Butler was voted as a forward. 
Siakam was voted as a forward as well, yes. Did, did Jimmy make it? Yeah, Jimmy was the uh, All-NBA third team. All-NBA third team was Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler, Rudy Gobert, and Russell Westbrook. Tatum could have also made it over him. Who? Who? Tatum could have been second team over Bam. Bam didn't make it. Siakam. I mean, Siakam. And, and, um, and Bam didn't even Yeah. 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 I can, I can agree to that. What are you guys' takeaways from these All-NBA teams? Why shouldn't Siakam have made it, Cut Carter and Jonathan and Marshall? I know you like to talk about the regular season, but I don't it think is, it is a regular season award. I know, but he and I don't like the whole regular season award thing because he <laughs> he hasn't proven at any point that he was. Did Lowry make a first team for a top three team? Nope. And he's the best the guards, player on the team. The guards were Westbrook, Simmons, Paul Lillard, Doncic, and Harden. See, in a regular season, Siakam was the best player on the team. I could, I guess, but I don't like you know how I feel about stuff like that. Like, yeah. I don't feel like he warranted that degree. I mean, that, uh, that, uh, second. third team out of the line, all right, you know, he up and coming. But for him to jump straight to second team is kind of wild to me. I think you're saying it's because he had a poor playoff series. And that might have something to do with my, my, uh, feelings about him. John, uh, were there any shots to the all NBA teams list for you, buddy? Other than Zach Levine not making it, I, uh, this was a little disappointed. I felt like Zach Levine had a really great year, but winning is a part of it. And when you don't have a coach that knows to do knows what to do with you, uh, it's going to prevent you from being great. And that's okay because we're in a position now where he is going to be great. And you'll see Zach Levine on an all-NBA team next year, like you will. And, you know, we'll, we'll chart that to the game. We understand that coronavirus ended a lot of these players' season, so they didn't even yeah. get a chance to finish showing what they were capable of. When you have those players who did make the all-NBA team, they played all 82 games. Um, I Like, everyone you named – played their entire season. So that's yep. going to give them that advantage of getting more recognition. And, yep. you know, that is what it is. Yeah, everybody that name went to the bubble. Uh, but Ben Simmons got injured in the bubble, as we know. And Russell Westbrook did injure his quad, but came back. Ben yeah. Simmons was number one in steals this year, number four in assists. So I, uh. I, that isn't a knock. That isn't a knock. Yo, what's good? <laughs> what's up, Kaysen? Um, What's yeah. up, everybody? <laughs> hey, Bruza. What's up, Kaysa? Uh, hello. All right. All right. All right. Get him out of here. Get away. One thing before I knock you out. They're talking basketball. Oh, basketball? Who do you have winning the championship? Uh, Me. Kaysa. <laughs> I'm just playing LeBron. And why do you have the Lakers? Because the Lakers are the best team and they're number one, and every team's lost. Are you still a Lions fan? Yes. Oh, God. Get him off the camera. <laughs> oh, tell him who you think the best running back in the league is. I said Adrian Peterson. All right. <laughs> Back in the day, he was good. Back in the day. He wasn't even born. <laughs> and then we have a Cowboys fan, Caden, whose birthday was yesterday. How are you a Cowboys Cowboy. birthday? How are you a Cowboys fan? What since? <laughs> <laughs> I heard nothing you said. One thing. They won yesterday. They won on Sunday. It felt young. My brother said, how are you a Cowboys fan? You you know who the Cowboys are. Yes, he does. But they're the Cowgirls. Talk to him. Hey. Oh, everybody come. It's, oh, it's a family affair. <laughs> 
Okay. Good. Oh, we do have we do have Michael with. Do you have the Packers beating the Saints this week, Micah? Yes. Tell us why. Because Devontae Adams is going to show up. Devontae Adams might not play next. Marshawn locks up black black receivers. <laughs> I had Jordan Nelson, I'd be worried. Tell him about Aaron Jones. Oh, yeah. Is he, he, he didn't rush you? Talk about it. Oh, my. They ain't playing nobody. They ain't playing no legit rush defense. Daniel Hunter was out week one. Next, get off my camera. <laughs> Hey, wow. Bruce, I agree with you. I agree with everyone. No, I'm, 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 I'm the, I speak the truth on this podcast. Uh, before, we, before we go to the NFL, uh, LeBron James cut out the media uh, saying that the way that the voting works is it's kind of funny. It how, is funny. He was like, how can Mark Gasol, who was second team all defense, win defensive player of the year? That's like if a rookie making the second team all rookie team and win rookie of the year. So I just find it funny. I was really mad. I'm not mad. I'm going to drink a glass of wine and go to sleep. But, hey, LeBron said he's tired of uh, the media trying him, bro. 16, bro. 16 first-team votes, though. I mean, MVP votes. First place. Yep. yep. Come on, man, bro. They, LeBron's tired of the, uh, the disrespect. He's been holding it in for a minute. This is the first time I've seen him express himself. It don't make no sense. Did, did you agree with John? I mean, did you agree with LeBron, John? Calling out the media on their, the way they vote? Because the way they do vote is funny. Cut been saying it for since forever. It's based on narrative, not based on who's truly the best player in basketball. So did you agree with Mr. LeBron, John? I mean, only having 16 first-place votes is ridiculous, especially when you look at the fact he led the league in assists in his uh, oldest year, obviously. Uh, so I think that the way that they vote, I mean, it's been the way that it's been for years. So you can't really knock it because it's been traditional. That's how it is. And it probably isn't going to change. It's 101 votes. And I don't, I think they could probably allocate who actually gets a vote, like who should get a vote. Cause some people probably don't deserve it. Um, but I know it's just writers and journalists throughout the country who get yeah. their vote. So members. Yep. yeah, I, I just think um, maybe if they limit it, to real, like, strict NBA personnel, because some of them people don't even really cover the NBA like that, and yet they still get a vote. So I think that if they exclusively place only NBA uh, insiders on the job of voting for MVP, then it'll be a little less flawed, because like, when we look at Anthony Davis being left off all the NBA teams, right, or he didn't make anyone, right? No, he made the first team. He made the first, my fault. But Maria, Maria Taylor, my fault. Yeah, Maria, Maria Taylor voted. Maria Taylor. He didn't vote. Didn't him vote. Yeah. Right. Um, she didn't vote him on any NBA all team with her vote. Right. And people was going at her for that, which, I mean, I love Maria Taylor. I don't think people should. Nah, they went, they went at her. Yeah, people would have her vote, but then people made uh, sexist comments, and they were they were in the wrong when they made sexist comments. But I thought I thought the same thing. How can't you not vote for AD? But it, she said this was her first year covering the NBA, and next year she'll do better. And we all make mistakes, so I'm not gonna knock Maria Taylor. Right, and see that's what I'm saying though. Like if this is your first year covering the NBA, like I don't really personally feel like you should have a vote. Like you got to get that experience. Yeah, you should be able to. It should be a a, a threshold like. Oh, I've been in the NBA for two, three years. Now I'm – Yeah, know, it, should be, it should be something like that. Fire and then do that to him. We really just said, I don't blame her. I do. Massage this DeMond. Let's get it. Come on, let's get it. 
No, I personally think voting should be a mix of the media, the coaches, and the players. And you and that's vote, how, and you can't vote for people on your own team. I'm gonna see be that's how coach of the year is voted on. Coaches of the year award is voted on coaches who are actually in the league and they they say who is the best coach. I feel like the MVP should be Loki should be players. Like these people playing against them. Like, I don't think it should be a but see, I think it should be a mix of all of voting. Because players sometimes could be like, you know, if they got beef, you might not vote somebody, you know, that you got a problem with. Or if the say the media narrows it down to who's the top three finalists, then the players can vote out of them top three. But it still might be biased, you know what I'm saying? But you know, players, I think players should have an input because like Harden said, that doesn't require any skill. That's a just, certain threshold of players should have a vote, like the All-Stars. Well, I think this all be better. It's going to get biased, get biased I, at some point. I but, think it all should be voted on. This all we call it, boy, all this, if it's voted on before the finals. I mean, yeah, after the conference finals. After the playoffs. After the conference finals, yeah. Yeah, I think, I think there will be clear set. Like, I understand why they don't take playoffs into consideration because that's the last thing you have seen. Plus – that means the most. So yeah, that that should that should go into the voting. But, but, but look at it like this: they don't let people that don't go to the playoffs get MVP anyway. So this yeah. up. Why would you not? Why would you get an MVP vote and you don't go to the playoffs? Because it's, if it's called the best player award, you could be the best player and your team suck. False. You need to yes. be the best. You need True. to win to be considered the best. Winning does matter. And it should be after the conference finals. Yeah, after the conference finals. Yeah. I'm saying, but that would be all you take into consideration. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> but but it's not the I most important part. You should it down to the, the, top, the finalists and then let them play the playoffs. For example, finals you pick. Oh, yeah. For example, I see you say something about finals MVP greater than regular season MVP. Why is that? Because they won, right? Wait, what? You said yeah. finals MVP greater than regular season MVP. I never said that. Check his Twitter. I never said that. All right, I'll check it. What he said there? Finals MVP. Hi, finals MVP greater than. All right, let's see if the man said this. Let's go. It was Jace. Oh. Jace tweeted that four days ago. Please. But it was based on a conversation we had in the chat because. Please don't link. He was just talking about that. <laughs> We were just talking about it Friday. What did I say? Could argue Brian should have seven MVPs, but it's cool. Somebody said that. Oh, there's some words you can't post on here. Um, Damon, why can't I not blame Maria Taylor? I'm going to be honest with you, 100% honest. Only weirdos really think about the fact that she's a woman. A woman. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I'm going to tell you that you're wrong. So she was wrong. LeBron was clearly the MVP, and anybody who voted for Giannis first place was wrong. I don't think she had MVP. Well, I thought she had an All-NBA vote. Oh. Yeah, she she didn't vote Anthony Davis to an All-NBA team. Well, he still made it, so it's really not that big of a deal. Could he have been unanimous? Let's see. Who cares? No, he couldn't have, yeah, he couldn't have been unanimous. unanimous matters because Steph got one before LeBron did. Uh, you got to let that go. That's hurting. <laughs> Hello, bro. Bro, it's over with. It's seven Hello? years. It's seven years ago. It's seven years Hello? ago. <laughs> He's the first MVP, unanimous MVP. Yeah, John Morant added the voter that didn't give him a unanimous MVP. I mean, rookie of the year. John Morant added him. He said, I said hi. 
is there any NBA news before we ship gears to the to football? Mm-mm. John, any NBA news? Put it up then. That's it. I guess not. Before we touch the NFL, uh, I want to shout out Mr. Dion Prime Time. Oh, 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 my fault, bro. Uh, the last thing in the NBA, Adam Silver had a meeting with CNN today and just kind of discussing the layout of the new season. And I know that originally fans were expecting that on December 25th. But he says just due to COVID uh, regulations and testing and protocols, they're probably going to push it back to January at the earliest. So we'll probably get that season in January. The plan is still to have 82 regular season games. The plan is to play in front of the home crowd with fans in attendance per Adam Silva. Um, So that's going to be interesting to see. They said they're learning a lot from other sports organizations. Hopefully they can roll this out. The NBA has always personally done a great job of being ahead of the world in certain aspects. So we'll see what that looks like in January. I'm ready to have an 82 regular season game again. You got training camp starting right now. Players are in the bubble in hotels across the country. So they are preparing to go back. And hopefully we get the NBA season sooner than later. I'm looking forward to that January month. This is going to be crazy, but that's perfect timing for them for ratings. Started in January, football winding down, and then you keep it going. But see, the finals gonna always be in October now, which I like. I like that. Yeah, some people don't want that, but I'll be in September. It'll be, it'll be September, October. I'm saying it's gonna always end up pushing into football a little bit. But I but see if it goes January to September, that's literally perfect. That's yeah. like that's perfect. Cause you get that's all summer, bro. You know how I, Every time we, like, travel somewhere, we travel somewhere in the summer. But we never could go see a basketball game because the basketball season not going. I mean, or it's just the playoffs or the finals. Now, in May or June, you can go to L.A. and catch a game if you don't live in L.A. I, I, yeah, I, I like the NBA over the summer. It was fun this summer watching the NBA. Like, it felt like – Yeah, it was cool. Um, we had something to do. That's why I was right. so like, what? And then I think right. with the flow of it, the All-Star game might have to get pushed back. But I'm not – Opposed to that, I guess. What you mean get pushed back? Oh, it has to be, it has to be like in May or June, somewhere around there. Like that's what you mean. In May when school get out around uh, what's that holiday? Memorial Day. That'll be a five yeah. week. Yeah, because and, and on uh, it's usually on which weekend in February? President. That's President's Day. Yeah. So you push it back to like April or May. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it should be fun. Hopefully. And you won't have to, and then they can put it in more closer, colder climates without worrying about snow now too. And then there'll be uh season ticket holders for fans probably be primarily at the game. I probably won't miss a game with it being in the summer unless well, I'm trapped. They, and they're gonna probably co- um cover uh the first like ten six eight seats so towards the floor probably. Yeah. Similar to what the NFL is doing. Yeah, they don't want you close to them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or they'll back them up. You could back or you can move them up or back. You can move. You can really just take because a lot of players got floor seats. You just take the floor seats out. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, before John interrupted me for this, that news, I forgot. Uh, coach Dion Primetime Sanders is the head coach of Jackson State University, the HBCU in Jackson, Mississippi. I want to shout out Dion Sanders. This kind, this kind of ties into our uh, more black athletes attending HBCUs. As Dion Sanders is a big name, imagine Dion Sanders walking to your mama house or your, your legal guardian house, and he's like, I want your son to come play for me. Who's going to say no to prom? 
Was his coach list legit? Was that the real list? He, he said that was false. He tweeted oh. that was false. Uh, I think. He's trying to bring in Sap. I heard he's trying to bring in Sap and T.O. That's he said, that he, yeah, he said that was false. Because you bring in people like that, you got to have a big budget. So that's why I was like. Oh, they're saying, I mean, this is a fact. He's going to be an NFL factory. Teams are going to come to him and let, like, if he got them, they're going to. I think he's going to start, he's going to steal some talent from SEC schools in Mississippi. Ole Miss, Mississippi State. I think he'll definitely steal some of their talent. A lot of looks now. The school, and it's D1. It's not like it's, you know. Yeah. So, D1, they're going to get the looks. And could have a little revolution on our hands. Do we see more NFL star athletes doing this? Going I ain't going to lie. He's bigger than other people because Gramlin coach used to be the quarterback from Redskins. Washington football team. Uh, well, when he played, it was the Redskins. Uh, he won a championship. So, uh, Doug Williams. Yeah. So, but there's nobody more accomplished as prime that's been a head coach. Though. Right, he getting disrespectful. Don't go back. Don't go back. No, I'm saying it's been. I'm just saying it's been somebody that's won something that didn't get that many looks. I said Dion. You know, he just came from working with the NFL, NFL Network. So he, he's he was, a high school coach. I think he's using this. I hate to say this, but I think he's using this to get like, because they said one of because he wanted to be the Florida State head coach, but one of the biggest knocks on him was he doesn't have coaching experience. So I, I would hate for this to happen, but he might be doing this. I don't know, but he might be doing this for like a game. That's any job. You work to get experience. So if this is what he won't do, it's yeah, not yeah. a bad starting gig. Yeah, he will try to get the experience. And if he if he has a winning program at Jackson State, right. the, big, the big SEC, Big 12, Pac-12, uh, ACC schools will look at him and be like, oh, you can coach. We'll bring you in. Right. And he could deny him. He could say no. Yeah. But this this is probably good for Jackson State. Uh, big for them. I know their their football ticket just shot up just because he's the head coach. <laughs> right. And before we go to the uh, NFL, the SEC is back, and the Big Ten intends to return in late October. Uh, excited as I know, cut cards. Excited to see LSU football return back to his TV. Try to defend that national championship. Auburn said they're starting Matt Jones as their starting quarterback. Um, Alabama. Alabama, my bad. Alabama. Um, and the Big Ten said they're returning. And they said I think they have an eight-game season. So just keep you all up to date. Well, you guys' thoughts on the college football, the teams returning. The Big Ten whack for just doing eight, but I respect it. They could have added the two teams, but they starting too late. Um, I guess anything is better than nothing, but it's this is really not – I don't think this really matters. What do you I mean? Think, I don't think anything – the games matter to the players and for getting scouted, but I don't think as far as being – I'm the undisputed SEC champion. I still think they do a playoff. I think they're going to try to do a playoff. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I I think they will try to do it. I don't know if it's going to work, but I think they will try to do a playoff. I don't think it's all that big of a deal. It's, it is what it is. John DeMond, do you agree with Cut Carter's pessimistic statement? The way the colleges are set up, uh, for the NCAA is just it's already like they don't play that many games anyway and they be having bye weeks sometimes teams take like two weeks off before they play again so I feel like the schedule is built for flexibility on a like regular year and them starting is late I mean it could have an impact as far as those players health I, you know we've seen in the NFL what exactly is happening to all these players getting hurt I just feel like because of a short uh, preparation and just really an orthodox type of offseason and that's been the same for these college players so hopefully you know, I, the biggest thing is 
just really staying healthy and keeping their bodies ready to go to the NFL draft, like a lot of these players from the Big Ten and SEC are going to do. So I'm just concerned with their health. That's my biggest takeaway. But I'm not really mad at the format. Like, I think that it's still enough time for them to play a little eight-game, ten-game season is what it is, and then try to make that push for the CFP. I don't but. think playoffs realistic. But, I mean, I, I mean, I, the, the all SEC play sounds good, but with the, the better players opting out, it really don't. Uh, and, yeah, Sean Wade from Ohio State opted out. And there was two games that were postponed, including the Baylor football game last week and the Notre Dame and Wake Forest game was postponed due to uh, players. Seven, seven players tested positive for COVID-19. Sean Wade opted out again. I, I thought he returned. Oh, I didn't see a news of him returning. Sean Wade is returning back to Ohio State. He returned last year. He said he wanted to go win a ring. Uh, he oh, says, yeah. Then he said he, uh, he, now, said he, he opted out. out. Yeah, he opted out. He's opted out. He yeah. opted out again? Due to COVID. Due to COVID. Uh, he no. has it? No, no he like, doesn't want to play. Like, like, I'm yeah. trying to snap the top 10, so I'm not playing. Yeah, like what Chase is doing, other college football Bar players. him, Kerry Vincent. Yeah. Um, Trevor, has Trevor been playing? Trevor is playing. Wait, what? Last two weeks, I ain't heard nothing about him. I mean, I, I know that. Trevor is Oh, wow. He's returning, actually. Oh, John. John wait. Yeah, I didn't see that news. He was returning. Yeah, no, he's coming back. He said he wanted to win a ring. He he wants to be a captain on that team. Uh, he liked the chemistry. So I, pray for, I, pray I think for he, he returns. They have a real chance of of really winning it all. If they if there is a college football playoff, I don't think they're gonna cross conferences. Conference. Yeah. I think if they do, uh, the, like the way the NCAA, NCAA got to basically say I, I allow it. And with basketball, they already said they're doing what. I ain't see what the basketball was doing. And he was talking about doing conference play for them too, and not start until December or something. Well, well, if there is a college football playoffs, my prediction was Bama, Clemson, Ohio State, then either Oklahoma or another SEC team. That's kind of whack to do that to the smaller schools that we're trying to now Power Five. Um, Plus, it's five Power Five, so basically saying Pac-12. Who cares? They're not playing anyway. Oh yeah, they're not. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there any news before we go to the NFL? They're really interested. Uh, uh, CJ Anderson retired, trying to get a job. Oh, yeah. John Freeman got signed. Got it. It was the uh, uh, and John's already touched NFL news from the top. Dun, 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 dun. NFL week two. We have how many undefeated teams? Let's count them out. We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, eleven undefeated teams in the NFL. And we have eight teams that have not won a game in the NFL. Uh we'll start with um, I don't know what we're gonna start with. We'll start with John. Uh, what was your biggest takeaways from week two of the NFL season? Biggest takeaway from week two was the Saints losing on Monday night. I was not expecting that. Um but at the same time, it, it shouldn't worry, like, anybody. It shouldn't even worry Saints fans. This team doesn't, like, you heard it from the announcers. They don't start 2-0. They, they always start the year off a little rocky. And then they pick back up. So, oh. um, it was it was just still surprising to see the Raiders start 2-0 and John Gruden um, really be the coach that he used to be. Um, so, that's, uh, that's what's up. It's also a surprise that the Bears are actually 2-0 uh, because – we haven't started 2-0 since 2013 like the Saints, but we're here now. 
So I'm excited. Uh, also, one another takeaway: Justin Herbert played amazing. First, or I don't say first, but only four quarterbacks in NFL history have started their first game with 300 passing yards and a rushing touchdown. So the Chargers have a superstar on their hands, and I will continue to play him because they should have beat the Chiefs. But that's pretty much what I took from it. Um, other than that, I'm just really ready for the next week. I think this week is going to present a whole bunch of games that are going to be exciting for fans to look at, especially that Bears-Falcons one. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, I like how you touched. I didn't know you were going to advocate for the Saints today, John. I appreciate that. I thought me and Cole would have to do it. But uh, we, we can start with the Raiders game you just touched on. Uh, I'm not too concerned as a Saints fan. Like you said, we, are, we start off as Rocky. We usually don't start off as undefeated. We go one and one. Or we went until 2017, went 0 and 2, and we eventually made the playoffs. But I think um, I'm not to be worried about secondary play like crap, but they tend to do that here and there. And it's also they have no preseason games, so I believe that their conditioning is still in question. I don't think they'll be at peak condition. The Saints will be at peak condition till probably after the bye for real. Uh, the bye is week five, but the only issue uh, it's a great win for John Gruden. I'm not gonna do that. Derek Carr played great. I was shocked that the Raiders, the Raiders, that was a quality win, and they needed that in their new stadium. Some questionable penalties was called on the Saints, but it was a, still another – that wasn't the reason why we lost, and that was still a great win. Darren Waller went stupid as well. The only biggest issue, like, glaring issue for the Saints is Drew Brees' arm strength and how – his arm in general and how will it last throughout the season because he was missing intermediate throws, and that's an issue. Like, I know – I think all Saints fans know that Drew Brees can't really throw it deep like he used to. he do that once or twice a game. But if he's missing intermediate throws and that pick before halftime was horrible, and if he's, if he's doing that, then it's kind of like, uh, Drew, do we need more Taysom sets or do we have to call in Jameis? But the Saints would never – I don't think the Saints would ever, like, pull the plug on Drew. He means too much to the city. But I think they will. Uh, I mean, Tony Romo had the plug pulled on him. I was like, uh, he, he, he didn't mean him. as much to the city as Drew. Like Tony Romo didn't mean as much to the city. I mean, okay, not more than Drew. Okay, you're right. He didn't bring <laughs> that city a championship. Tony didn't bring the city a championship, but yes, he was he was loved in Dallas. Like they, they loved Tony Romo for some reason. And uh, why they winning when Drew Brees came right after Katrina. Exactly. So I think Drew Brees' arm is a question still. His decline is is interesting because if he was going to retire, then he came back. I mean, not, yeah, then he said he wouldn't retire. So I'm not too concerned about this Green Bay matchup. I I think we'll win that game in the dome, and I think we'll play much better. But it's just interesting to see, and it's also interesting to see how we look without Michael Thomas. I didn't think Michael. I think without Michael Thomas, the offense was slow, but not how it looked. Not to mention we had over a hundred yards in penalty, so that also shot we all shot us ourselves in the foot. Would you say cut? Almost 200. Yep. Uh, the Chicago Bears quality win. Prayers up to uh, Saquon Barkley. We're going to talk about the week two injuries in just a second. And Justin Herbert, you said he played great. Um, he did. He looked good, but he made a, a crucial mistake when uh, Justin Herbert uh, should have ran for the first down. He threw it off his back foot to a double coverage. And that pretty much opened up the game for the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes to score. I think he looked good, but Anthony Lennon is saying that um, uh, Judge Herbert isn't the starter. Tyrod Taylor is the starter if he's healthy. So it's, it's, it will be interesting to see how that works in uh, L.A. as well because I think it may turn into a situation where if Anthony Lynn doesn't play Justin Herbert, 
and the, the Chargers are like losing games, I think there will be like he may get fired for that decision. Right, I don't know if it's right or wrong, but he may get fired for that decision. Uh, cut. What were your week two takeaways? I know I said a mouthful. Uh, Saints are the Saints. We kind of always do this, so I'm not concerned. But if we don't turn it around, so be it. Cam Newton looks great. Cam. Um. Cam really looks amazing. Like yeah, he looks. That Sunday night football game was great. Yeah, he looks good. Um. Russell Wilson, <laughs> MVP, right now. In two weeks. Two weeks in, he the MVP. He, I think, two weeks in, he the MVP, and I'll give Kyler Murray number two. Uh, Thank you. I, I agree. I think uh, Kyler we, Lamar looking good too. I mean, yeah. all of them. Josh, Josh Allen too. Josh yeah. Allen's looking great as well. Tannehill looking good. And Rodgers. And Rodgers. And Rodgers. Um, it's, it's too many right now. Right. Yeah, but I, think, right I, now. I think Russell Wilson's clear cut though. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree too. Beat, his team, the teams he beat, are like. Even though the Falcons blew that game, we still look at the Falcons like Falcons a, might be like the best worst team in the league. Yeah, like there's still a quality win in a sense because that offense is so prolific with all the talent it has on offense. Yeah. Um. What I want to say. Oh, uh, something wrong with MetLife Field. Oh, you guys, let's talk about injuries. Nick Bosa torn ACL out for the year. Solomon Thomas torn ACL out for the year. Jimmy G uh got injured. Won't play. Uh, he might not play this week against the Giants. Raheem Mostert won't play this week against the Giants. I think it's his ankle. Uh, something is wrong with MetLife Field. Uh, and the Niners have to play there again against the Giants. So it will be interesting how the turf looks this week as multiple as the Niners complain about the, uh, the turf. Uh, as I mentioned, Saquon Barkley's out for the year uh, with a torn ACL. Christian McCaffrey will miss multiple weeks due to an ankle injury. It was just an injury played week two for the NFL. A lot of great players went down. Right, and those players that went down, with the exception of the 49ers, that that's the season for those teams. Like the Giants, it's over with. They're not making the playoffs. They're not even. They might come in last in that division. Yeah, I don't think the. Um, you say except for the Niners. Uh, the Niners have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of injuries. Richard Sherman is still out. Debo Samuel still out. Uh, like when even when them players, when Debo Samuel, Richard Sherman, Jimmy G, and Reem to return, having continuity in the offense is might it might not like work. Like you might not show up on the field, so they might they might get caught like it. They might miss the off. Like I know it's crazy to say they'll probably be two and one because they play the Giants. But when they play their divisional games and when they play the best teams in the NFC because they were the number one seed last year, they might lose those games due to these crucial pieces being out. Well, I picked them. I picked them to have a slump this year, anyway. And they usually most people that lose in the Super Bowl don't come back and be good. So. Well, in, in, in the NFC, they don't <laughs> do good. But when the last time NFC won the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. the Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When they beat the Patriots, I believe. And um, yeah, one more team I would say look good. Uh, Joe Breezy was it? Oh, I said he looked good. The team don't look good. Oh, Joe Burrow. Yeah, it's not him. It's the it's the O line. The O line is terrible. And we would be remiss if we don't talk about the Atlanta Falcons' uh, <coughs> uh, choke job they did against the Dallas Cowboys, up twenty points. Long the lead. Oh, hey, I got my own. Thank you. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons, bro. I was. I don't know how you could let that happen. 
Matt Ryan played an excellent game, masterful game. They still lost. I know Julio Jones dropped the touchdown. Russell Gates threw him, but how is it time for Dan Quinn to get fired? You guys? I can't blame him for that, but I don't. But mm, I don't. I really don't want him to get the coach from Kansas City. So, <laughs> John, do you think it's time to fire Dan Quinn? That would just. Well, you can't John, let that happen. You can't John, let that happen. John team's determined if he gets fired. Or do it um, Dan Quinn this week? Yeah, the Bears, do, Bears for the Falcons. Just, John team determined if he gets fired or not. It's a curse on this city for sports. Um, and I just think Dan Quinn tried to break it. He was close. <laughs> Very close. Uh, so, in the Super Bowl, and then they blew that lead again. They were up 20 0. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. And it's not like you said, it's not like the calls were bad. It wasn't like bad play calling. Julio had, did have that drop, and I felt like that's a momentum changer. Like, you should have caught that. Like, yeah. players, at the end of the day, like, your big-time players have to make plays, and their players, they don't be doing that. We see that Calvin got next, so it's it's really it's really him leading the receivers. Um, so I'm just looking forward to it as far as when we have to match up to them. This is going to be their first – Again, I think this is going to be the best defense, probably like a top five defense that they'll play this season. So it's going to be a testament to their um, resiliency. But Dan Quinn, as far as his job, they start two and six, he's fired. I don't know if they're going to give him that, but they only went two games through eight, he's fired. Uh, let's look at the Falcons schedule real quick. <laughs> uh, L. L. Win, maybe a win in Vikings. Maybe a win. Yeah, in they the got a stretch of easy games. They got a stretch of like four easy games. I think they could win all those games. But as they're like history shows, you can't go zero and two. Like zero and two. If you start zero and two, you like you rarely make the playoffs. And if you got them lose to Chicago zero and three, you you really not gonna make the playoffs. I'm going zero and four. So, mm, so they they are gonna. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, he can't start on. They might start on four. No cap. Yeah. If he start on four, he's not gonna be there. Yeah, he's not gonna be there if they start. They can four. they can win them in Minnesota. Depending on what Minnesota you get, but other than that, they could win every game after that for for up to week ten. I was saying they could start four and four, and if Drew Locke is back, um, yeah, they could go five and four. If they, but then it's that's gonna take a lot of will to get a team that's in the slump like that. 0-4, oh, 5-4. Yeah. And then you play your rival right after that. And then the Raiders, they, they go beat the Raiders. They play, they play a, us back-to-back in two weeks. And, and three weeks a stretch. stretch, though, though. After the bye, that's kind of yeah. a tough stretch. Because Charles, second, Charles Secondary those last is five, Those last six games are crazy. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. The last seven, they played a – yeah. They oh, played yeah, the Saints, yeah, the last seven. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he gone. Dang. Uh, but here's the thing about the Falcons. Like, again, they, they have a high-powered offense. So, it's like you want to say they could lose those games, but at the same time, it, it's like they also could win those games, you know? Yeah, because yeah. their defense can't cover nothing at the end of the day. They can't stop nothing. <laughs> no, they can't. Well, how many points have you given up in the last two weeks? Like 39, 39 points average, yep. Like, come on now. <laughs> Crazy. Um, Last season, I said Dan Quinn shouldn't have been fired. I didn't think it was his fault, but – you can't start. You can't have another poor start to the season. So he might be done, and I mean, they either will get 
Eric Bieniemy from the Kansas City Chiefs, their OC, or Robert Sela from the 49ers, their DC, to, to revamp that defense. Uh, we move on to uh, week three. What guys, what matches are you guys most excited to see? We got Thursday night football, Dolphins, Jaguars. We got Monday night football. We all, oh, we all, we all know we want to see this matchup: Chiefs and Ravens Monday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have no, no, Saints. This is a good week of football. Yeah, we have Saints, Packers, Sunday night football, Cowboys, Seahawks. Also have the Bears and Falcons, Buccaneers and Broncos. Tom Brady goes to Mile High again. And the Rams Bills game, I, I really like that matchup. That defense, Sean McDermott's defense versus Sean McVay's offense. But of course, the money the money in the game is the Chiefs and Ravens, Lamar Jackson versus Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I have the Ravens winning that game. I think the Ravens secondary will give the Chiefs secondary some fits, as well as the Ravens front four again after Patrick Mahomes. I think Lamar is just so just so smooth. Lamar is just so far. Uh, what about you guys? What matches are you looking forward to see? Um, looking at the schedule, it looks like there are only two games in which you have two and no teams playing each other. I see the Chiefs and Ravens, and I see the Rams and Bills. So, I mean, those, you know, I'm looking forward to one of those teams dropping a L, uh, with both of those teams dropping a L on a year and shrinking that number of undefeated teams. Um, but, uh, you know, yeah, that, that Ravens and Chiefs game, obviously. Nah, you you gotta love it. Ravens uh, Chiefs. The uh the Ravens Texas wasn't it. Like Deshaun <laughs> didn't come and do it. I knew that. I knew that. Ravens Chiefs, Packers Saints, Cowboys Seahawks. That Rams Bills Bills one's gonna be good. I actually am more interested in seeing Titans Vikings than I am in seeing Rams Bills. Oh, tell me why. Because of Christian and Jets. Look at you. <laughs> I think the Bengals and Eagles game will be a good one. I, I, I'm like, I mean, I, I really like Joe Burrow. I, I think the Bengals will win that game. I really like Joe Burrow. Yeah, I really, I, I, he should win that game. The Eagles, they don't look the strongest right now. Okay, Demond, we got you back. Uh, what's wrong with Carson Wentz? Don't look good. I think mean, he can't shoot it, Cody. He don't look good. But I don't know. It's The offense don't look like what I thought it would look like. Uh, with them getting Rieger and Deshaun back, Deshaun has been able to stay healthy. Crazy with all the injuries going on, and Deshaun is still healthy. But like, it's really, it's really wild watching Philly's offense. I expect them to take some shots down the field, but everything's been really intermediate and just it's, it's it lacks explosion. Um, and I'm not really seeing the Carson that I thought I was seeing. He's He's actually turning the ball over at a high rate too, which is very surprising considering how well he does. He has done of taking care of the football. So um, it was good for them to get Miles Sanders back. But at the same time, the Rams are a really good football team or as or so they look to be. So we have to see more. But it's only two games into the season. So I'm not hyping up anybody too much. And I'm not downplaying anybody too much. I feel like we still Wait, need to see more. You're not, you're not hyping up nobody too much. Who's leading the MVP campaign tomorrow? Oh, well, that's that. <laughs> does, does, does Washington upset the Browns? Is that an upset? Move, move on. Um, yeah, no, I was looking at that game, too. I, I feel like the Washington football team, the Wayne is making me a believer. I like what he's doing. And After that bad game, you're still a believer? I'm a believer in Terry McLaurin more so. I love Terry McLaurin's game. I believe he's so elusive. Okay, at the Demond. I just don't think – I think 
Cleveland might have found something with the way their schemes work out and their personnel. They know how to use it. They it lines up all well. Run the football, dominate time and possession. Yeah. It should be a blowout. Yeah, like I like it should be, but the Browns have also been very inconsistent. Very inconsistent. So it's yeah, not putting, not putting no money on this game, but I, <laughs> I, I picked the Browns. I was just asking. Um, the mind. Oh, we did I cut you go. The only game I'm really on the fence about for real though, like I I don't really know who to pick is that Texan Steelers. Oh, I tell you who to pick. I tell you to pick. You to pick <laughs> I want to pick the Texans. It's like my heart wants to pick the Texans, but my mind tells me it's not the Texans though. I know. I you need to be concerned about that Monday night football game. You need to be I'm not concerned about that. We don't play Monday night. Got you, got oh, you. Sunday night, whatever. Y'all. <laughs> Why would I need to be concerned about anything? You don't have the same offense. You're, you're. The mind, the mind. might be back. The Demond, what are your week two takeaways? All right. So, looking at week two. He said, um, all right. He's been in Seattle long. You got it. Talk about it. Minnesota. There are problems in Minnesota. I'm not really sure what it is. The defense is not what it used to be, and I knew that would be the way with Daniel Hunter and old guys leaving who've been a part of the scheme, but they don't look good. So, I just think they need to get just – Jets more integrated into the offense. You got, and I, I that this ties in with uh, Justin Herbert as well. And they say Tyrod's going to be the starter when he's healthy. Why? <laughs> you know the talent that you went and got. You know what you wanted. So make use of it. These guys are not going to offer you nothing to this season that you can like. What is what is Jets doing fourth on the depth chart? Obviously, the guys playing ahead of them aren't better. They're 0-2. Those guys don't have over a game over 50 yards. So I'm watching this, and I'm trying to understand what's going on in Minnesota. I'm trying to figure out – because I'm, I'm looking at Justin Herbert, and he's more in command of a game than a game manager in Tyrod Taylor. He takes more shots, which they're conservative shots. I didn't see one bad ball. Him she throwing needed. the ball. Him throwing the ball has never really been. You see been. that pass when he threw it in double coverage when he could have ran for the first? It's a, it's still a rookie learning curve, but you don't, <laughs> see them, like, you don't see a rookie in their first start going toe-to-toe Super Bowl champions. Yeah, I said the same thing. He played good. He minus his last throw. Yeah, that throw when he threw that pick and double coverage, that was, it was a mistake, but it was a bad mistake. They could have won that game. And then Anthony Lynn was kind of being hard on him, I feel like. I feel like. Once the rookie plays, you got to let the rookie keep playing. I, I don't think you ever – because you drafted him top five. You don't just turn back to your starter. You got to – you run with it now. You stuck with him. Now I'm looking at Tyrod like, Jimmy G got hurt. You want to go the, to the Niners or something like that? That's how I'm looking at him because you got to stick with – the unless you keep him as a backup. But I know he don't want to be a backup at the age he is. He's a backup. His career is being a backup. Go be a backup and start on a team that needs a backup to play. That's what I'm saying. But the, the I, non- I, non- my don't point is, once the rookie play, you gotta let the rookie play. That's how I feel. I agree. It's like if two will come in at any point, you don't go back and you because then you're messing with his confidence. You let him let him run it now. You play, you let him play. I agree with that situation, except for the except for a, a team like Green Bay with Jordan Love. Well, that's different. You yeah, see, that's why I say I agree. With you got a superstar quarterback. Any more takeaways, Damon? 
Yes, a couple. Um, the Ravens just have depth. Uh, I predicted the Texans would start off 0-4. Um, that fourth game would be against Minnesota. I don't know about that. Maybe they get their season going a little bit more quickly than I expected. But the Ravens are loaded. Um, I just think depth-wise, they, depth they have the best team in the league. They have the best roster. They have the MVP. And they got stronger in all facets. They got another running back in J.K. Dobbins who could do a lot, Calais Campbell. It's, it's, it's really not fair when you watch these guys play. So the only, this, I feel like this might be the game of the year we're about to watch on Monday Night Football between them two, uh, the Chiefs. Um, other than that, last thing, and we already know, I could go all day about Russell Wilson. We all know. <laughs> but I'm worried about the Saints, man. And I understand that's your team, and y'all have been 13-3, and three, and y'all have had a great – this year is like others. The reason I say that, penalties don't just pop up and go away. If you're an undisciplined team and you're sloppy and it consistently shows, you will be affected by that. And the Saints were affected by that down to the last play with Jack Rabbit holding Henry Ruggs. You can say what you want to say in the refs and Vegas and all this. It's football. He held his arm. That's a pass. If he extended an arm bar and he pushed back, how is that? They you were can't fine. wrap it. You can't wrap it. You can't wrap his arm. <laughs> you can't do that. I know he hooked him, but the point of him hooking was because he was extending an arm bar that he was trying to move, and he <laughs> so happened to hook. But, I mean, you know, people going to call what they want to call, but I'm just saying that's that's something that they didn't try to acknowledge. Then the uh, what they call the block in the back, it was a lot of stuff that was just stupid that shouldn't have been called. And they, but I mean, you know, you got to get your first win at home, I guess. But also, I, 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 I just feel you got to take a little bit more accountability as a Saints. I will take accountability. Every, every time a Saints. No, those were two that should not have been called. There, I, there, were, there were some questionable PI calls in the game, but that I wasn't the reason why I understand that. But I also like, y'all got to be a little, little, you know, they uh, outplayed y'all. In all facets of the game, they outplayed y'all. In all facets of the game? No. Yes. Okay. I can agree to that. It's not hard to agree with that cut. In all facets of the game, that's like special teams. They didn't outplay us in special teams. How how not? (laughs) Go look at the special team stats. How did they outplay us? I was looking at field position. I'm looking at where they were able to down the ball. When they punt the ball, they were down over 10. They were down. He was down 0-10 after Kamara was getting the ball, and then – Sean Payton started calling complacent calls. You can say he got out coached. Sure, he did. You can say the offense didn't play well after after halftime. They didn't. But I think the defense was in a bad position anyway. And the play calling again goes to the coaches. I, I, they kept I, I, putting people that kept getting beat by the by the same dude on them. Then they put the dude that stopped them, and they kept switching them off them. It was weird play calling. Um, on third down, you all out blitz, and the all out blitz never works for the Saints. So I don't understand why would you go to it. <laughs> That's Dennis Allen patented moves. It's just, you know, that is a bad coaching game to me. And the penalties, and the, and the penalties is the, the players' part on that part. But um, and then you know, people out there crying for helmet to helmet calls on, on hands hitting helmets and st- soft stuff like that. So, I don't agree with that statement, cut. But, but I, I, do, I do just want to say, are we really going to act like Drew Brees lack? Oh, Drew Brees played terrible. Okay, so. But he got 300 yards because that's what he got. No, oh, no, don't bring up them yards. Please don't. Had the yards he liked to get. I knew he was going to do it. I said he stopped at it. 
Yeah. But Kamara didn't. Kamara, bro. Kamara needs to have. If y'all are gonna be Green Bay, Kamara has to have twenty carries. Kamara has. You know, I'm saying, I need to feed him. I don't like Latavius Murray. I'm upset with even try to get Leonard Fournette. I don't like Latavius on the team. I had not never have. I don't care. Because I know y'all feel like Latavius was supposed to be Ingram's replacement, but he's not that good. So I, and Kamara was running. You don't, even get, you don't even get enough touches. Of Latavius, <laughs> Latavius plays <laughs> very well when he gets the ball. He doesn't get a lot of touches. He played well yesterday. What do you expect him to ball. do with five snaps? <laughs> How Montgomery played garbage, he could get cut. Mm-hmm. Out the backfield, you there to catch, you were receiving back, dropping balls. No, no, sir. This would be even worse if Jason's there. We play, it was a bad game. What happens if Vegas stays in Vegas? Kamara's the only one that I give. Kamara and Eric McCoy played great. Everybody else? Get Trey shot. Henderson played pretty good. I like what I saw of Trey Henderson. Uh, he had a sack. Malcolm Jenkins played absolutely horrible. Tell me about it. Chauncey had a pretty rough game, and Marshawn had a rough Marcus game. Williams played bad, still can't tackle. So, hey man, y'all got y'all got some things to work on. And right, y'all now, it's, it's early in the season, bro. Nobody, I saw the stands wasn't in nobody. The Bleach Report top five. But let me tell you, y'all fall down to one and two. Nah, I don't think that's big of a deal. I think if we we could, I think we could lose this Green Bay game, and we have we have to see Green Bay in the playoffs. I, but if we lose that week four game against Detroit, then I think it's time to panic. Nobody's worried about that. Nobody's I'm saying, but what if? <laughs> what if? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not disrespecting y'all like that. <laughs> I'll, I'll be 500, at least 500 by week four. After oh, yeah, week. About a, I think about about will be uh, above 500 for sure. And, no, oh yeah. And what are your week three takeaways before we move on? Week three takeaways. I'm very interested to see how <laughs> Dak plays up against. <laughs> That cowboy secondary is cooked, but so was ours. So it might come down to who gets the ball last. But I know Russ. I know what Russ is gonna do. So yeah, I'm I'm entertained to see what Dak does. Rain Dakota Prescott. Uh, I think this might this could be an Aaron Rodgers come out for MVP game officially. Put his name in that ballot. Okay. Russell Wilson. Um, that, this this game could be huge for Green Bay, and I think. This AFC, this is an AFC championship preview for sure. No, oh, you, you have the you have, you have Lamar winning a playoff game. Yes, a, I, I think twenty second. I definitely think that uh, this is an AFC championship preview. I don't think this game means much with it being so early in the year, but oh, it means much home for the advantage ball. Uh, I don't think the Chiefs are going to get the number one seed based off them having to go to Tampa Bay, them having to go to New Orleans, they'll probably have more losses on their schedule than the Ravens. Gotcha. But at the end of the day, I'm going to say the Chiefs are coming out until something gives me – makes me uh, makes me worried about what Patrick Mahomes could do. And there, gotcha. I don't see anything doing that. Gotcha. I agree, I agree. Um – is there any NFL news I missed? I saw Devontae Freeman signing with the New York Giants due to Saquon Barkley's injury. Devontae? Yeah, from the former Atlanta Falcons. Florida State. Also, uh, NFL find multiple NFL teams and franchises. I mean, and the coaches, including Sean Payton, John Gruden, Pete Carroll. Oh, who I'm missing? Oh, who I'm missing? Vic Bangio. Vic Bangio. And there's one more. Uh, Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan, thank you. Uh, due to them not wearing a mask on the on the uh, football field at, while they're coaching, and they also find the team two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. 
So the NFL is hammering down on these coaches to make sure you wear a mask during coaching. You can call a play, but as soon as you call a play, you got to put it back up. That's what they're hype, uh, pounding on. Also, Jesus. Uh, Blake Bortles signs with the Denver Broncos after due to the Drew Locke shoulder injury. <clears throat> Cap's not coming back, so. I've I've hope I hope we've all let that ship sail and we've all come to grips with that that he's never playing another snap again. Well, I, I, I don't know that people that worse than him keep getting signed. That, yeah, that, that, that is actually crazy. The ship is it's done. That would be great. It would be funny. Honestly, like, it's just like, it'd be different if they pick somebody that knew the system. Blake Bortles' last stint was with the Rams, wasn't it? I don't. He was, yeah, backup quarterback for uh, Jared Goff last year. I'm not understanding the uh, thought process behind a lot of this. We all, know, we all know what it is. Hey. We, we know what's up. Yeah. Also, before we move on. Yeah, that's messed up. Like, I'm sorry. Just like, <laughs> like Blake Bortles, Mr. Pick Six himself, like over someone whose last season was like 25 touchdowns and only seven interceptions. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's not act like his play was good. I never said that. I never said that. He definitely deserved to get cut. I'm not saying that. Well, his contract ran out. He didn't get yeah, cut. Right. I wasn't – but he, he deserves a job now. That's all I'm saying. But yeah. he he's not – A backup job. Right. He's not a starter, though. In the league. I don't think so. He could start with Blake Bortles in my book. <laughs> Blake Bortles starting? No, Jeff Driscoll would be the starter. Oh. They bring him well, in to be a backup. I'm saying uh, he's not a starter uh, in my sure, mind. Sure. Uh, Driscoll Speaking of quarterbacks, I don't think Jacksonville is tank for tr- uh, two and uh, for Trevor no more. Hey man, why didn't people believe in Gardner? Cut was on something in the summer, ain't that right? Cut, I'm giving you a credit. You know, gonna take it or not? I'll take it. What I see about Gardner Minshew and how he been balling. <laughs> Gardner, Gardner, I like Gardner. I think they win on Thursday night. I uh, they should have went on Thursday night. I I might have to start him over Carson Wentz, but they play Cincy, so might have to take the matchup. But Gardner Minshew, he's a real deal, man. Minshew magic. I thought it was a flop, but I guess it's real. Him and Shark Robinson. Him and Shark got a connection. They got Robinson running, toting that thing, and Keelan Cole as the number two receiver going stupid. Score score two. And I forgot bro first name, but last name Shavolt. Lavisca Chanel. Yep, Chanel. The Jaguars team. They'll be competitive. They just won't win a lot of games, in my opinion. They what? They'll be competitive. They just won't win a lot of games. And oh, and their rookies have been playing sensational so far. And K Levon. You said what? Most of the rookies around the league actually have been playing well. Right now, Bruiser, why why are you talking about it? They could be second in their division. They could come finish in second in their division. I still have the Colts over them. The Colts look good, but after despite that week one loss, they they just shut up. They just destroyed Minnesota. They destroyed. But the Jags beat them. I don't know. It's two weeks. They wasn't help. They wasn't. Indy wasn't healthy on offense. Unless you're zero and two, your season is still up in the air. Now some they're gonna be zero and two team that possibly come back. I think the Falcons are a good team. So talking about the losing two teams can straight, huh? Talking about the lose two straight. You don't want to put nothing on it. John, John Mike. I do. They play the Bears than the Packers. Two want better on the pod, John. Bro, I need that 15, bro. bro that's that 20. <laughs> Who bet 15? <laughs> Dub. Trying to help you out. <laughs> Dub. 
10 or 20. Nobody do fives. Yeah, uh, I bet you a dub, bro. All right, appreciate it. That's easy, dub. AJ Terrell with a pick on Trubisky, first of the career. <laughs> Speaking of first of the career, shout out Christian for Tom LSU getting his first career interception, albeit it was a tip a ball. An interception is still an interception. LSU. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Y'all still have to put up points. <laughs> <laughs> You're also talking to a team that's top two in points allowed. So that's what it is. Okay. And they have is is Matt is Trubisky gonna keep up with Matt Ryan? Uh, their defense is trash. Like, do you wanna do you wanna pick up on the next level? Because I bet you Matt Ryan puts up 28 on that defense. No. Not putting a 28 on us. What yeah. you want to bet? <laughs> Not your mind. They put up 28 and we lose, I'll give you what 30. You bet? What you want to bet? <laughs> I'm telling you, if they put up 28 and we lose, I'll give you 30. Bet. That means the opposite. If that don't happen, you owe me 30. Right, hey, John, do, do your first guarantee. <laughs> guarantee. <laughs> I guarantee the Chicago Bears will beat the Atlanta Falcons and allow fewer than 28 points. And go 3-0? And, and go 3-0? The Bruiser, when we come back next week, I want that clip in black and white. <laughs> Better start. I guarantee the Chicago Bears. Come on, John. I need it. Uh, Derek, uh, there's no more sports news. Uh, let me check to make sure. Uh, there is not. We give it to you for music and entertainment news. So speaking of music, Justin Bieber dropped a new song. Baby, a rapper called Holy. It's it's okay. It's not bad. Not nothing I downloaded, but it was it was okay. Um, Alicia Keys dropped her project and the song with Sanford called Three Hour Drive is doing well. Um, but still dropped a new song. I don't know y'all know who that is. Action Bronson dropped a new song. Blood Orange dropped a new song featuring this group called Park Hygiene. Um, Sam Smith is back with a song called Diamonds. Lil Tecca dropped his album. I did not never get to check it out. I'm not gonna lie. I've been listening to a lot Same. of old stuff this week. What you said, Damon? Same. <laughs> Brent Fires dropped a new single called Dead Man Walking that I really like. So I took it upon myself to go listen to all his music because I never listened to him before. He had a couple songs I liked a lot. One being called F the World and one being called Rehab and Bluffing and Lost Kids Get Money, Make It Out. And then on his older project from 2017, this song called So Far Gone slash Fast Life Blues and the song called Need It. Um, I also went back and listened to 2088 the other day. Hmm. So amazing. 2088. Heard they're working on a part two of that, so that was exciting. Before you continue, is there was there any like rap and R and B artists, male women and men that got together to do a collab tape? Asking the old head, like old like a tape like that, like twenty eighty eight. The Carters, but that came out after. Um, oh, well, that that counts. Um, men and women. I mean, Jay-Z and uh, Mary J. Blige do a lot of songs together, but I don't think they had their own project. Do you think there should be more of the, more of these collaborations between... Drake and Nicki missed the window. Yeah. Between rappers and R&B. Singers. I think it's something that could work if it's actually, like, good. You make great music together. 
because basically they were always frequent collaborators and then they just turned that into they ended up dating but they also turned it into a project yeah so, um a couple people like that, that I wouldn't could, be opposed to the weekend ariana grande mixtape i would not either that would sound great actually speaking of the weekend Bryson Tiller is dropping a like a deluxe version of his first album, uh, Trap Soul, this Friday, and it will feature a couple of old songs. Uh, the inter- I think it's called the Interlude That Never Ends, and he will also have um. That from X posthumous tape. You said speaking of the weekend. So it's called just another interlude. <laughs> I'm about to get to it. Just another interlude song called Self Righteous and Rambo Last Blood featuring the weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah, oh, so I'm hype. I'm hype. Why you, why you ain't mentioned Moneybag Yo and, and, and Black Youngster mixtape? What you doing? That's the hardest thing that dropped this week. No, it came out this Friday. I'm glad you're here to tell me, because if you wasn't, I would have not mentioned it. Bryce Till also dropped a single this week called Always Forever. I listened to it a little bit, but it wasn't... I was doing something and it didn't pique my interest, so I got to go back and listen to There's it. There's only all, one Always and Forever I listened to, and that song is amazing. Yeah, it's in my top 100 played songs for the year. I've been listening all day. Yeah, Mariah the Science is featuring Lil Baby. Um, speaking of new music, this Friday we get new Travis Scott featuring Thug and MIA. Okay, wait, 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 wait. I gotta say it. I gotta say it from all since he's not here. <laughs> Travis Scott singles haven't been hitting as I've been accustomed to throughout my Travis Scott fandom. If Travis, if this Travis Scott single is not good, what, what do we think of Travis? Cause that tenant song for the movie wasn't all that. I didn't like the Scots. I think there was one more song he released, if I'm not mistaken. Well, as long as the album is gonna hit and we know it's gonna hit, Travis will be fine. Oh, well, I know. Well, I mean, based on his track record, what Travis project has been bad though. I don't know bad. So disrespectful. Wait, you got a song called "Dance Like No One's Watching." ASAP Ferg is dropping an album called Floor Seats 2. Lil Wayne will release the original Carter 5 that was supposed to come out years ago that never got released. And it is Featuring supposed Drake. to have a Drake feature on it. Uh, Two Chains will help me God album drops this Friday, Lil Baby, to be announced. I think it might be Lamborghini Boys. If a baby drop, that's the only thing to get him played. Action Bronson drops only for Dolphins album. Mozzie will drop Occupation Hazard album. I think this is Machine Gun Kelly. Tickets to my downfall album. You didn't even have to mention that. Lil Peep, Hellboy, streaming plat on, on streaming platforms. His old project, so they just added it to streaming platforms. Rest in peace, Lil Peep. Uh, is dropping All in You. I don't know if you ever heard of him. He has he's like a same rapper. He's pretty good. got a couple songs with uh Quando Rondo and Quando Rondo. Those people. So yeah, those are the songs. Those are also Don Life is the official. A theme for the NBA Finals, Don Life by Big Sean featuring Lil Wayne. <laughs> this is true. I ain't becoming kind of hard on some of the features now, boy. Man, might have it. Might have it kind of excited for this Carter. Uh, uh, the video for the song called Dolly with Lil Uzi. The video looks great. Shot by Lyrical Lemonade, Cole Bennett in the gang. Um, Wayne might have some. Some of them old Wayne bars might hit different. No. <laughs> <laughs> if he got, got anything like blunt blowing that's coming out, I'm gonna hey. John, I'm up with the scissors, 
life is a choice. Death is that is the, the decision. Oh, young, oh, fact, Lizzie dropped Young Hefe 3. Uh, 2C it's dropped the album called Poetic Pain. I never listened Garrett, to it. I got a question. Do you listen to all this music you been? <laughs> no. But some of them I'd be interested in checking out. Tuesday, somebody interested in checking out. He got a Summer Walker feature and a little Dirk feature, and some of his music sounds pretty YG good. has a single coming out Friday. Okay. Are we still listen to that guy? Nah, we're not. <laughs> but do I listen to everything I talk about? No, but you know, some people might love it. <sighs> well, John, did we, John, did we miss any music? Or did we cover um, everything? Not as far as I know. Uh, I don't know of anything underground drop. I'm just looking forward to a few albums. Bryson's new album, Travis's new album. Um, and I'm definitely, definitely, I'm definitely, definitely excited for Bryson Tiller. I think uh, it's been long what? overdue. Oh, right. John back. Wasn't Drake supposed to drop album in the summer? Yeah. Mm -hmm. John back. Drake full of cap. Anyway, uh, what about I say? Uh, I said sap John back. Hey man, you want to <laughs> can't talk about John, huh? Hey bro, it's the first day of fall today. The summer is officially over. It's time to get cuffed up. Well, so it is. You know what time season 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 season. Hey man, I might be getting up. Yeah, we know that's what I just said. You the one, you the oh, one. I'm cuffed all the way up. I don't mean. No, I'm saying you the one talking she about be, that. She, she must be watching. She must be watching, huh? She might. <laughs> I was about to say something about um. Just one more thing I want to mention in terms of music. Do you have a top five? Shut up. <laughs> something I want to mention about music. You know, that means he don't got it. Oh God. I actually do. Wow. Oh, thank. You. Is this something we all can do? Yes. Wow. Top five collab projects. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Top five. We can do that. <laughs> we can do that. You don't want no more, man. Don't even play me. I don't know. I got to get my phone charger. <laughs> All right, I got mine off the rip. How you got yours off the rip? Because I, I was thinking about collaboration when y'all started talking about R&B and rap. So I was just thinking about collaboration. Yeah. All right, um, Dang, little lady, can I get mine together? John just ready. He going off the dome. It, it shouldn't be that hard. It uh, is. It's a lot of good collabs. John just be, you said collab projects. Jack Boys is a collab. Honcho Jack is a collab. Yes, Jack. We know. No, I'm saying I'm just naming them, so it's hard. It, a lot of them come to mind. Calm down, Jamal. Don't pull out the nine. <laughs> Um, nah, you right though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, nah, just just one that I'm probably gonna take. Come on, John, you was just confident in yours. All right, all right, all right, here you go. Number five, collab taste can be a uh, various artists. So, like Kendrick Lamar, Black Panther Project, that is considered a collab. Thanks for sure. Thanks. Uh, I almost pointed at you, but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> I have no honorable mention. I'm going straight off the dome. Number five, We Are Young Money, 2010. Love that album. A lot of great songs. Number four, um, I'm probably going to go uh, 2088 by Big Sean and Janaiko. Number three, What a Time to Be Alive. Um, 
No, actually, number three. That's going to be my number two. Number three, I'm going Jack Boys. Number four, I'm going number, excuse me, number two, I'm going What a Time to Be Alive by Drake and Future. Number one, I'm going Watch the Throne, Jay-Z and Kanye West. Okay. 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 Uh, I'll go next. Um, number five. Well, uh, let me get this last one together. Sorry, fellas. Um, Actually, I'm taking it out. My fault. I'm taking. I'm taking the uh, Jack Boys out at number three, and I'm gonna replace that with the Carter's Project. Actually, I, mean, I am gonna put Jay Z in there twice. I took out Jack Boys for my number three, and I'm replacing that with the Carters. I'd be remiss because I, I went to the concert. And it was just lit. So I, I can't even lie. I love that album. And I love the presentation of the songs at the concert. So it's definitely a number three for me. Okay, bet, bet. Uh, my number five, I guarantee none of y'all had this on there. Cozy Takes, Volume 1, ASAP Mob. Came out 2016. Uh, fresh back in Atlanta. Boy, that, 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 that was turnt. Uh, they had Wiz on that tape. Uh, this is when Uzi was just like blowing up. He was on that tape. Um, and Rocky, they hadn't got no minute from rock music from Rocky in a minute. Still ain't got no music from Rocky in a minute, so this is hard. Uh, number four, Jack Boys. We all know Jack Boys. Uh, number three for me is gonna be Digi uh, What a Time to Be Alive. Classic, very classic. Um, my number two is Watch the Throne. Watch the Throne came out, we all know. And my number one, you already know, Wiz and Spitter. Uh, 2009 was a tribute to their first mixtape that came out in 2009. So, yeah, I can tell you every I can go word for word every bar on that on that mixtape. Word for word, bar for bar. Word for word for bar for bar. That's my stuff. Um, my past the rock. I guess I'll shoot. All right. Um, two honorable mentions. Uh. Big Sean and Metro Boomin collab. Uh, what's the name of that was? Double or Nothing. And Huncho Jack with Quavo and Travis Scott. Number oh, yeah, five. My, my honorable mention would be uh, uh, number one without warning. Ah, good job. Oh. Smart man. Uh, my <laughs> number five is going to be alive with Drake and Future. Number four is the Jack Boys take. Number three is surprising that Demond put this on his list, but Kitsy Ghost is in my. Reborn, Reborn and Cuddy Montage couldn't carry it enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two, without warning, uh, 21 Savage, Offset, and Metro Boomin. That tape was hard. I really liked that uh, That tape. I mean, uh, that uh, project. And last but not least, of course, what number one is. The best collab album probably in history. Watch the throne. All right. I have two honorable mentions. Uh, I have Super Slimy by Thug and Future is my one of my honorable mentions. And I have uh, Slime and B, Chris Brown and Young Thug is one of my honorable mentions. Number five, I have 2088. Number four, I have Honcho Jack. Number three, I have 21 Savage and Metro Boom and Savage Mode. Number two, I have What a Time to Be Alive. And number one, I have Watch the Throne. Savage I forgot about Savage Mode. mode. I forgot nah, about it's Savage really mode. 21. Like, I really went to my iTunes and changed it to straight 21. <laughs> <laughs> but also, I left uh, drip too hard off mine. That's that'll be my other honorable mention. I got up in my jeans. What? Thug did his thing, boy. Thug oh, I I also have an honorable mention. Uh, whichever 
whichever was the name of that young boy Kevin Gates tape that was on the forest. That's young boy tape. It's young boy tape. No, no, no. It came out as a fourth uh, EP first. Then he put it as one. That Kevin right. Gates and young boy went crazy. Right. It was like four songs with him and KG. And yeah. Then, then he just put it all together. I'm surprised none of y'all said any DJ Khaled uh, album. Like, uh, I'm going to say internet. <laughs> <laughs> That's a podcast. What is this man talking, <laughs> bro? Yeah, some DJ Khaled. Straight. Now, what's like, your favorite DJ Khaled album, John? The song they have, "I Got the Keys." That was a great album. Nah, I want to hear you say the album. What's your favorite DJ Khaled album? I don't remember that album. Suffering from success. <laughs> I think it's major key. Yeah, that's major key. Yeah, major, major key was hard. Major key was fire. It had a J. Cole song on it. It had uh, Nas on it. Nas, I'm done. Hell's Kitchen with J. Cole. Uh, what's that song with Wayne that was on there? Hey, no, uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking about suffering from success because that was hardest to me. But uh, no, you're not. I know. Which, yes, I am. No new friends was the only song on there. Oh, I'm still, and I want to be with you. It was. You think about grateful? Grateful was good. I'm about to. Met over insecure with Nas. People had wild thoughts. I'm the one. Suffering success had you don't want these problems with Big Sean, Meat. Uh, no motive with Wayne. I'm still Chris Brown and Wiz. I want to be with you. No new friend and Hell's Kitchen with J. Cole. No new friend. I got the keys for free. Nas, I'm done. Holy key. This album was hard. Like, yeah, major key was hard though. Major, Major Key, key alert. I, I, I like Father Beside more than Major Key. Did y'all listen to Taurus with Travis Scott and Lil Wayne? Who would have thought this would turn into a DJ Khaled podcast? Thanks, John. <laughs> I like Father. I like Father Beside too. Yeah, Father Beside was good too. Now you got two. Don't have any song off that album. Our uh, Father Beside, you tripping? Are you tripping? The uh, freaking you with Wayne, hard. No brainer, hard. Thank you. Higher, weather the storm, freaking you. Thank you. Just you stay. Just us with Sizzle was five. Sizzle killed that. Yeah, it was. I mean, I don't like it more than Major Key, but it was all right. Major Key alert. Um, is that a podcast? Is that a podcast? Is it? What if Travis dropped What if Travis dropped this album with Cuddy though? Oh God. Uh, is there any news breaking? <laughs> I think we good, my brother. Uh, before I get into Are my yeah, what Rainbow? Yes, bro. Uh, I don't mind. It's like the Lakers losing, so I don't mind. I don't care. Uh, before I. <laughs> Before I do my usual spiel, uh, I'd like to say rest in peace to uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, uh, RGB. Um, fought for democracy, was one of the few women on the Supreme Court. I just want to say rest in peace to her and what you what you stand for and live for. You was a goat uh, on the Supreme Court. Um, and this will conclude episode 75 of the Pack Life Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. To remember to like, comment, share, and subscribe. We're available to our podcast, Spotify, Stitcher, and YouTube. Follow us at Pack Life Pod or Pack Life Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Beside me, 
Now we're gonna start diagonal with me. We got my brother, Mr. Cut Carter. Salam, <laughs> we got later on with Mr. Demond Geis. Thank you. Follow me on all social media at Demond Geis. Every yard matters. Every yard matters. Follow me. Follow every yards matter for the best NFL content and analysis. And last but not least, we got Mr. John Johnny Mars. I let Johnny Mars go last because I, I, I feel like something's on his mind, so I'm gonna let him speak. Uh, nothing on my mind, just the fact that city of Louisville is preparing for riots and protests because those officers are most likely going to get off, which is unfortunate. But you all, I'm gonna end it with positivity 100 days left of 2020, so make sure that you spend those days wisely. It's uh, it's fall, yes, sir, yes, sir, bring out that, that winter drip, and uh, you know what I'm saying? Me and Derry had a chance to go out this past weekend, so. It's October. It's the month of festivities. We lit all month. And I bought, I bought this. It's October yet. That's how I live. Talk, 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 talk about it, John. Positivity. We about to be in the land of angels tomorrow. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> I bought this cold-ass jacket in North Carolina, 40% off. Can't wear the rock. Wait, the rocket. Eight more days. <laughs> oh, yes, oh, me, boy. I'm acting, I'm acting different. Check <laughs> y'all, boy, y'all check out my boy, Laura, Fu, uh, Laura Fubu with the hats. This Custom little Kobe hat. Oh, that hat, all right, hold you. Yeah, man. Are you messing up your hairline trying to turn it all the way around? <laughs> 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 all right, man. It's hard. It's hard. And, and I'm your host, Bruiser Carter. Thank, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for rocking with us. 75 episodes. Who would have thought we had reached this achievement? This is a time for celebration. 25 episodes more until we had a hunt show. Looking forward to it. Popping bottles. Nah, if you're not in Atlanta in October, you're missing out. <laughs> Derek said he's hitting at something. Okay. These boys up so nah, that's about a good look for real. And we're out of here. <laughs>